Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? It is Saturday, November the 10th, 2012. This is episode number 85 of Timberwolves Explosion. I'm your host, Paladino Joey, and I'm with Marcus the Forecaster. Yet again, we have returned to the airwaves yet again. Welcome aboard, Mr. Forecaster. Thank you for having me again. Oh, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> We're ready to rock and roll. Uh, we just witnessed uh, the second loss of the season for the Timberwolves against the hated Chicago Bulls. Yeah, not quite as depressing as the last preseason game we get to the Bulls, but yeah, same result, unfortunately. Yeah. 87-80 defeat. So we're going to talk about the last few Wolves games, but also we're going to delve into, uh, or before that anyway, we're going to delve into uh, other NBA news because there's always something to talk about in the NBA as well, isn't there? seems like every other day there's something breaking, some type of news. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Who, what, what team do you think it's related to yet again? What is it? The Lakers. It's always the Lakers, isn't it? It's always the Lakers. We knew something was was coming with that, but I didn't think it was going to be so soon. It happened again. Yep, um, Mike Brown is well. He's uh, uh, he's on his way out already. We kind of knew it was gonna. We kind of knew it was a mistake. At the like almost immediately, it's like well, I don't know. It's like why did they hire him in the first place? Yeah, it's not. I'm not even saying he's the like this terrible coach, but he's just not. He's not a Lakers coach. That's the problem. But um, real quick, though, before we get delve into the actual news, uh, Tim Rule's Explosion is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great, great uh, you know, pleasure for us to be a part of your day, week, or whatever. It is wonderful. Uh, real quick, also, of course, this show available being on iTunes and all that good stuff, but if you don't happen to have an iPod, or anything like that, like the expensive iPod, all that Apple stuff is expensive at times. But for some reason, you happen to be, uh, well, you happen to be toting an Android phone. There's also another application you can use that mirrors iTunes, so everything on iTunes can be downloaded on that same application. It's Double Twist. And of course, no, they're not a sponsor or anything. It's just letting you know if you have an Android phone, you can still listen to Timberwolves Explosion via Double Twist. So simply go to that Google Play, Google Store, whatever they call it, Double twist, hit the podcast button, and look up Tim Wolves' explosion. Or the Purple Mafia show for some Minnesota Vikings action. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <sighs> well, one other quick news before we actually get into the NBA stuff. We've uh, announced a little affiliation. Yes, sir. We have a new affiliate. Of course, we're still at thesportstuff.com. That is our flagship website. But now... Howland T-Wolf. That's right. We are welcoming Howland T-Wolf to the Timberwolves Explosion family. So thank you very much, uh, Jonah, the main guy over there. We had a little conversation about it via email, of course, over the last week. And apparently now, Timberwolves Explosion has a link on Howland T-Wolf. We appreciate that very, very much, Jonah. And hello, if just in case it's the first time listening, actually, to the show. <laughs> they were following us on Twitter for a while, on uh, at Wolves Explosion. So I figured, hey, you know, let's uh, let's affiliate, and it's not just because of that. I mean, I like the website an awful lot. They provide some really nice articles. It updates very frequently. I think that's a uh, that that's important to me that they update their page frequently. They're they're active on it. So yes, Jonah Steinmeier, 
Tom Westerholm and Derek James, the three main guys over there on Holland T-Wolf. Very, very cool to uh, be a part of things on their website. Hopefully we can have a nice uh, budding relationship here with these guys. Yes, definitely. Yeah, (laughs) so thanks again, and uh, we'll be in touch. Continuing, so yes, do check out hollandtwolf.com. Wonderful articles to get to. uh, Frequently, yeah, very frequently, game-by-game updates. Very cool. Very cool indeed. Season previews and all that stuff way back at the beginning. You know, kind of like stuff we like to do. You know, we're... It's similar to Timbal's Explosion, so why not? It's like a blog. (laughs) Right? Yeah. You're like, no. No, I think not. <laughs> yes, sir. So um, now we get to the Facebook page for Timberwolves Explosion. <laughs> it's, uh, well, it's not facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion yet for some reason. I don't know if the rules are changing, but we need more uh, need more likes on there. <laughs> yeah, forecast you're noticing a little, <laughs> little bit more Johnny Flynn stuff. Yeah, there's always going to be something about Johnny Flynn. We just love talking about this son of a gun, don't we? Yeah, he just won't go away. He just won't go away, really. Uh. But, yeah, so uh, to, to get to the Facebook page for Timberwolves Explosion, go into the search bar, Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves. That's what you got to type in. So I guess we'll just talk about it really briefly. I guess Johnny Flynn has an out clause in the Australian contract because, you know, just in case he blows up over there, just in case he blows up over there, in case somebody starts calling, he can come back. He can say, you know what, it's been nice. Thank you for the boost. We're, uh, you know, but, you know, we got them Timberwolves calling because, uh, you know, that, that Berea guy is kind of hurt. No. <laughs> no. We miss him. We yeah. miss him. Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? we? We miss the smile. It's just wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, we don't have anyone like that anymore since uh, Wesley left. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it never ends. And we need that to lift uh, team morale. Those serious cues guys like to smile, huh? Everybody except uh, Carmelo Anthony, apparently. He's the only one that doesn't smile. <laughs> it's berserk, isn't it? It's just, it's just too much, isn't it? Oh, boy. Uh, yep, Jules Posterino uh, chimed in recently about that, saying, <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying, oh, no, my local team has just signed the magnificent, smiling ex-wolf Johnny Flynn. Comments? <laughs> yeah, what do you think, huh? What do you think of him going to OC? I don't know what they're doing. Uh, well, what are they trying to? They could have picked up anyone. I don't know mm-hmm. what they think they're going to get from them. They're going to get a. They're going to get a lot of uh, revenue from Skittles and stuff over there, because he likes his Skittles. He likes, the, or actually, that's Beasley, Beasley but he likes. Yeah. But he does. But he's, he's a candy freak, though. I know that much. He is a candy freak. He talked about that on the air. Good stuff. Oh boy. Sebastian Ball's chiming in several times here. Uh, I believe this is where we, yeah, this is where we'll start. Actually, I think, keep bouncing, yeah, it's, nope, we'll start with Sebastian, I believe, yeah, there it is. He says, uh, pumped a little for the season to get into full swing, probably because no NHL, yeah, because Sebastian is an uh, NHL fan and obviously NFL, he likes to He's very much in touch with the Purple Mafia show, Minnesota Vikings podcast, of course, that uh, somebody very familiar to this show <laughs> hosts. Some uh, very similar voice to mine. No, actually, yeah, yeah, I do the show. Anyhow, uh, he says, yeah, because there's no NHL, this can uh, this can do me a favor. Make a sh- oh, He's asking me to do him a favor. Make a shout-out to a new listener. 
I showed the show to. <laughs> her name is Lisa Stewart from Minneapolis Business College. She is the person who gave me the tour and helped me fill out an application. So just a little shout out to her would be fantastic. Thanks. So yes, a shout out to Lisa Stewart. Hello. Hello, Lisa. <laughs> and welcome to the Trimble's Explosion Show. Hope you enjoy it. It is uh, good times indeed. <laughs> and, uh, well, Sebastian was chiming in. Uh, after the Sacramento game, he says, What a game, ha-ha, sign for things to come. Well, it ended up being more positive than we thought. That Sacramento game was in his... Uh, wasn't uh, we? We didn't really get the feeling the wolves were going to be blowing up too much after that. Yeah. But they they're doing better than we expected. Sebastian again timing in about how the Lakers were winless. <laughs> he got it like that. Yeah, that's that was funny. Yeah, I didn't. I, I had no idea that they'll be that bad. Mm-mm. This bad. It's no, it's a disaster. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it really is a. It's really been a disaster. So that kind of brings us back to where we were. So we'll try to. We're gonna kind of bounce around because of these. The comments kind of, you know, chronological all over the place here. Uh, so, yes, we're not nothing more to add on the Johnny Flynn thing other than, well, I guess, who knows, he's got a chance to blow up, I guess, over there, but I doubt it. He couldn't even make Detroit. He couldn't stick with Portland. He didn't stick with Houston. I mean, he's been on, like, five teams in, like, a, six months now. Yeah. Something like that. It's been pretty crazy. So yeah, what about this Mike Brown guy? I mean, we we kind of knew, we kind of knew coming in that it just wasn't going to work, did we? We just kind of knew it wasn't going to work out, did we? Once Mike Brown, uh, yeah, everyone knew that it was just uh, it was just a matter of time. But you would you would think that obviously he doesn't have he doesn't have any common sense. But mm-hmm. you would think that you yeah. know, culture watch ESPN every once in a while, and if you hear, you know, Shaq, Charles. Uh, say how bad it is, how bad the team looks, and you'll say, wow, my, my job is on the line. Mm-hmm. And I could be fired any, any day now. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should switch things up. Princeton. Nope. No, they didn't switch anything. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, yeah, that Princeton offense, you could tell it was like a, a disaster. Yeah, I think it okay, really was. we're going to point the blame. Because, uh, no, I wouldn't be the first one to go, <laughs> you know? Yeah, unfortunately, that's how it works. Especially in a situation like that where you bring in all these stars. Yeah. You can't start one in one in whatever it was. Like one in four. One in yeah. four, yeah. I mean, you, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why he tried to force that. I mean, obviously, your job's on the line. You get, you're getting fired. Yeah. You can just see it yeah. coming. At least try to save a job and say, you know what? I am using everybody on my team wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? They're not happy. We're losing. I'm not going to force force this, mm-hmm. you know, especially not with this team. If this was uh, Washington, you know, sooner or later we'll we'll get it. But the fans are expecting way too much out of uh, out of that Lakers team. Oh God, yeah. In order for, <laughs> you know, for him to not change things. Mm-hmm. It didn't make much sense. Yeah, it really didn't make much sense, and and really the hiring didn't make much sense in the first place. Yeah, it's. It didn't work with LeBron for Pete's sake. Not that LeBron is necessarily like Michael Jordan or anything, you know, you know, demanding the ball and hitting clutch shots, you know, yeah. the, um, you know. But still, if yeah. you're a coach, and you know you had problems the, uh, the season before, mm-hmm. bring yeah. in Nash. Oh, use yeah. his strengths. Use yeah. his players to the strengths. Don't that drives put them me in a system that doesn't uh, work for them. Yeah, that drives me nuts when a system. 
you force a system on a guy, especially an established guy, that clearly doesn't match. Yeah, yeah. you continue to force it. You refuse to change it. And then apparently they were thinking about finally getting rid of it. Oh, but sorry, he's gone anyway. Yeah, it kind yeah. of reminds us of a certain uh, coach <laughs> that we had not too long ago. Yeah, Kurt Rambis. Could that be it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, he. Now Johnny Flynn, it turns out he was just a bust anyway, but still, yeah. that. If John, I mean, if you had any hope of utilizing Johnny Flynn, it was out the window immediately once the triangle came in with Johnny Flynn. It's like, it's not yeah. going to work. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if it's, yeah, it's it's a hopeless idea. And, of course, the other the combination is when it's all young players, it doesn't work. You need older guys, and you need, your best player needs to be a shooting guard for the triangle, and you need to have at least a decent center or power forward to be successful in it. And you need a lot of those uh, spot-up shooter types, like the Steve Kerr's, Rick Fox's, even Devin George was uh, good in it. Yeah. Guys like that, of course, Derek Fisher, who could forget. You need a point guard that can hit shots. Luke, you would have thought it would have worked a little bit with Luke, but unfortunately we know what he's like. Yeah. Yeah, but Mike Brown, it's, <laughs> as soon as he took, uh, decided to take the ball out of Nash's hands, yeah, he should have known that, that, that his job was in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. If you take the ball out of Nash's hands, you might as well just say, well, we didn't need Nash, did we? Yeah. You know? Why did you bring in Steve Nash and then take the ball out of his hands? It's, yeah. It's still yeah. a, it's not right. <laughs> there's no logic to that, is there? No, there's none. There's no logic. Okay, sorry. That's why I, I don't feel feel bad for him at all. No, it didn't make any sense. I, I remember last year. I, <laughs> I I just have to bring this up real briefly because it was just it made me laugh really hard. Was we just ran, we just randomly turned on the game one time. During last season, and there's Mike Brown's face, you know, because it's some Laker game, right? A live Laker game, and you're like, he's useless. <laughs> yeah, Kobe knew it. Yeah, he's Kobe useless. Yeah, well, there, you know, I don't know if uh, any of the listeners uh, caught the uh, stare down, that death stare that Kobe gave Mike Brown. That was bad. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, my my buddy Jefferson at work, you know, my trainer at work, also told me about that too. Oh, he yeah. gave him the Jordan wink, practically. Yeah, you know? Kobe was like, you gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> oh man, it's it yeah, was. I, I, yeah. I just can't figure out what he was thinking. Uh, was it like, oh, oh, I'm not going to cater to these guys? Then he played within the confines of the system. Mm-hmm. You know? a, little, <laughs> a little, a little, Brad Childress. <laughs> little Brad Childress, yeah. right there, huh? You have to stay in the confines of the, <laughs> the system. Uh, you can't give the ball to the other team. You just can't do that. It's like, yeah, boy, Childress uh, threw Brett Favre under the bus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a sign of a not so good, not so good to bad yeah. coach. I mean, if you cater to them, you win games. Mm-hmm. If you play to their strengths, yeah, you're going to call it catering, or you know, my, I just don't. Hey, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's his fault. Yeah, yeah. Any anyone <laughs> could have said, "Hey, why, why isn't the ball in Nash's hands?" You know, yeah. Steve Nash. Yeah, we're playing this half court game. It's like you have this incredible, like, I don't know, missile launcher or something, but we're not going to use missiles. It's like, you know, you're bragging yeah. about this. You bring in this, spend like a, a billion bucks on this missile launcher, and like, oh, we're not going to use missiles. It's like, wait, what? Why'd you bring it in here for again? What would you do that for? You know, it's that's kind of what that's like, not to relate it to that type of thing, but just saying. I mean, Nash is a weapon, and if you're not going to use the weapon, you're going to take the, you're going <laughs> to take the ability to, 
to use that weapon to its fullest, what's the point? It's like you might as well have, uh, you might as well have, what's his face, Stephen Blake as a starting point guard then. I mean, what's what's the difference, right? Yeah. Really, you know, Stephen Blake will hit a three here and there, and that's about it. You know, occasionally decent pass, but <sighs> Mike Brown, Mike Brown, Mike Brown. Yep. <laughs> I think, you know, as funny as it sounds, mm-hmm. he's not the worst coach ever, but obviously he's the about as worst fit as you're going to have with oh, the LA I Lakers. That. I mean, I, I say yeah. he's the worst coach. You do? I mean, even yes, right now, <laughs> Whitman has a job. Oh, that's okay. True. Yeah. <laughs> Just thinking about that makes us you sick. Know, yeah, I mean, if you get if you Whitman. get players, mm. and you know the average even average bandwagon fan knows his strengths. Just you don't go do the opposite. Hey, I'm not, we're not going to. We're not going to utilize you, Nash. You mm-hmm. know, we're going to take the ball out of your hands. And, mm-hmm. you know, whatever lobs, you know, fans thought you were going to give Dwight, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Man. Use your players. Yes, you yeah. have to. Yeah. You have to use your players. You do. You so, know, if we get JaVale McGee, we're not going to make him a spot-up shooter. Oh, yeah. It just, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, or like, I can't even think of now. Somebody like mm, Hacka Evans or something. Here we go. We're going to have him be a free throw guy. No, okay. Yeah, that make we're sense. Get Johnson. Kidding. We're not going to say, okay, we want you to uh, take the ball out of court, mm-hmm. dribble. Be a point guard? Yes. Yeah. And then there it goes into the third row. Ah. And then there's the smile. Yeah, like, and then yeah, do it you day know. after day and mm-hmm. try to convince guys that you got to. You know, go with the plan. It was going to work sooner or later. It's going to have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was funny how Nash was kind of like saying, like, oh, it's going to work sooner or later, I guess. Oh, yeah. You know? Nash wants nothing to do with that type of questioning. You could tell he was kind of, <laughs> yeah, he looked like he was like, I can I, I really don't want to talk about this. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I see what you're trying to do. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he say that? Yeah. I, I think he did yeah. say that. Yeah. He did. That's the funny part. I, it was a game like late last week, something. I can't remember who, but. And they were getting beat again, like every other game. Yeah. Like every was it a Clipper game? Yeah, something like that. That's a game you don't want to lose, by the way. The game against the Clippers. You know, you know. It's not even. They're not even the crosstown rival. They're the cross arena rival. You know, that's how yeah. close of a rival they are <laughs> in the same arena, same just a little different locker room. That's about it. Yeah, you do not want your fan base going to the to the uh, the you know the uh, little brothers. The other side, yes. Yeah. They joined the dark side. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you don't want that, and that's what's that's what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, uh, yeah. You got to think there's a little bit of that going on. Yeah, but Nash, Nash knew he knew that was just wasn't working at all. Mm-mm. He couldn't say it outright, but yeah, he gave that little hint. Like I know what you're trying to do. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to go there. I, I agree really with don't. you, but I can't say it. Yeah, it's just not worth it, is it? Well, at least in his eyes, it wasn't worth it. To us, maybe if, to us that like to talk oh, about say stuff. It now. Like, what yeah. was he thinking? <laughs> Probably not. But well, it's a big giant essay. Yeah, she's like ah, <laughs> going on and on. That'd be funny. But yeah, no, that that's not in Nash's blood. I don't think to yeah. throw people it's under not. the bus. Yeah, yeah, he that, wouldn't do that. It seems more like a Chris Paul to do something like that. <laughs> Chris Paul would do something like that. So yeah, now that we've been talking about this whole Mike Brown thing, let's give the fan base, uh, the listeners of the listeners, and of course NBA fans out there, a chance to give their uh, voice, their opinion. Vince, I, I kept calling him Vince Germano. I'm pretty sure it's Vince Germano, and I apologize, buddy. Of course, from the Courtside Podcast, him and Hank McCoy, awesome, uh, awesome show, the Courtside Podcast, very cool. Always recommended. They like to talk everything NBA, basically. 
course, Vince Germano, being a Laker fan, saying, wow, what the hell? <laughs> when I first posted it, because, I mean, I have, the, uh, I have the NBA League Pass in my Android phone, and it was just like, boom, you know, I, I got a notification. It just said, Mike Brown fired his Lakers coach. So it's like, yeah, I got to get this on Facebook and Twitter now, you know, and so I could get as much reaction as possible so we can talk about it here. So, yep, Vince saying that. Uh, Lucas Quayle jumping in saying, wow, way too soon. Figures it was only five games into the season. That's a Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I guess it's like... They had to do something. I mean, the way yeah. Kobe was looking, I mean... Yeah. If they were kind of consistent and played bad, but the, he, the, the team was going downhill. They, they, they had to make a move. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have waited. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. It was just one of those type of... It didn't, yeah, I mean, it's a serious situation. They're trying to win a title. They bring in the best center in the league, and regardless of, yeah, regardless of opinions about him, I guess he still is. Yeah, because that last game, yeah, it was, that was horrible. Mm-hmm. It's ugly. Oh, you know, the only thing mm. I wish is that uh, we had a chance to play them during this. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. Now, now, yeah, now we're screwed. See? Yeah. See, because they'll, they'll have their new big-name guy, which there's one of two guys has yeah. got to be one of two. Yeah. It's going to be Coach Pringles or Coach uh, Coach Zen, I think. I think it's, Again. I think, uh, it's Sloan. <laughs> I'll be that guy, yeah. I don't think the Pringles, Sloan. Mr. Pringles will uh, <laughs> be welcome there. Mr. Pringles, yes. I love that name. And yeah, the guys on the crossover talk about that a lot too because the Knicks, you know, P-Mac of the crossover. Got to like that. They always call him Coach Pringles. <laughs> and you know, yeah, and, and you cited that as well, but, you know, so because yeah. he, he looks like it. He should be on the Pringles box, shouldn't he? I love, I just love it. Vince Germano continuing saying, "God no, not Bernie Bickerstaff, kill me now." Because <laughs> yeah, that's the interim. Because yeah. he was afraid that that could possibly be like a maybe like a Randy Whitman deal, where his interim slash temp to hire type situation, like Whitman was at the yeah. Wizards. Oh, well, I, I <laughs> think for now until they get a decent coach, mm-hmm. Kobe's been playing. Far oh, too yeah. long. He, he's like Michael. Yeah. He can basically coach the team mm-hmm. until they hire a uh, Phil. Yeah, which is probably where we're headed, I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah, so I don't think <laughs> Big Staff can say something, mm-hmm. but I think Coach, I mean, I think uh, Kobe's going to pretty much say, you know, I got this. Let mm-hmm. us play our game, mm-hmm. teach the other guys what we can do. You know, Dwight, you'll get your shots. You know, Hopefully. Blake, no. everybody, let's go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yep, I mean, yeah, they're going to try to do what they can with what they have, yeah. and they'll and they kicked the Warriors' butt in their first little game. There, they just yeah. they just obliterated them, and it's probably because like Mike Brown's gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's probably what they're doing. They're playing the game now. <laughs> yeah, they're not like they're not like they don't have a ball and chain on their ankles. Yeah. You know, yeah. Germano continuing that being Vince, of course. I should just call him Vince. That sounds better. <laughs> I should, yeah, instead of saying people's last name. Uh, it's uh, He says, yeah, interim only, thank God, we'll coach one or two games. Still too many, LOL. <laughs> I got like that. Uh, Vince continuing saying, my gut says it's Sloan, hope it's Phil. So he's kind of in your direction that you oh, think yeah. it could be uh, Sloan. That would be kind of cool, actually. <laughs> Jerry Sloan in L.A., it sounds strange because he's so, uh, I don't know, he's so kind of Utah, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He sounds like somebody that would go to, if he went somewhere, it would be like Memphis or something like that. Doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, oh. But I, L.A., wow. If it's Sloan, I think, yeah, Nash is going to get beat up on all these picks he's going to have to do. Mm-hmm. If it's Sloan. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because uh, 
Yeah, you know, the pick and roll, that's what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. I suppose, though, I mean, Nash was the closest thing to Stockton in the last 15 years. Yeah, but he's just Stockton. Not the leg injury. He's not getting uh, younger. Yeah. yeah, he's ancient. <laughs> he is pretty old. He's like 38, yeah. isn't he? 37. So, <coughs> it's getting interesting. Hoops, Hoops Hype was uh, chiming in on Twitter like they like to do, like to break news and spread rumors, uh, saying, yeah, it's the, they're really trying to get Phil Jackson there. They're trying to get I Phil bet. Jackson, yeah. Yeah. At age 70, it's still, it's, there's just still a chance that he would be such a short term, I think. But I guess maybe for Kobe's last, potentially last two years, that might, I guess they might be okay, but and then eventually they'll have to go in a completely new direction with Dwight Howard as the, the, the main focus there. Vince Germano saying, woo-hoo, about the possibility of getting Phil. He says, actually, I'll, I'll be surprised if, if Kobe even stays there for, for, for too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's only going to be two more years. Like, this is one of the two, unfortunately, for Laker fans. Uh, uh, Vince finishing up saying, Fit is out for those rings. Of what happens, Phil will use Meeks and Duhon and Jamison properly. So there you go. So that's the thing. Yeah, people will get used properly. Of course, with Phil Jackson, he could pretty much, yeah. As long as it's not like the... Like the Wolves of like three, four years ago when they didn't have hardly anything. Yeah. I mean, even Phil wouldn't succeed with that team, but when it's a decent group of players put together, you got to think it's going to be utilized correctly. And Phil, granted, I guess the 2004 Lakers, they well, they got to the finals, but it blew up. Detroit kind of manhandled them. That was interesting. So, yeah, the two finalists, uh, according to, like, everybody, well, and it could change. Maybe it will be Sloan, but a lot of people are assuming it's going to be Phil Jackson or Mike D'Antoni. So, but Sloan has got to be in there. They even mentioned Nate McMillan as a distant possibility, but I don't think anybody is assuming McMillan would be the answer. Ah, I, I, I didn't like the way the Blazers played. Talk about restricted. Like they they led the they were they were at the bottom of the league in fast break points. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's LA style at all. Is it? No, it's not. It's just kind of like a stay at home kind of just bring the ball up the court slow as possible. Yeah, McMillan, I. Thought he was going to do better, but he just didn't. <laughs> he was good when uh, Seattle had Ray Allen and Richard Lewis because that works. So the, with that type of team, if you have good shooters, where yeah. So I guess that's a I guess that's about it for Laker talk. Sorry if we talk too much Lakers, but they tend to just they tend to be in the news a little bit, and uh, it's a big story. That's a pretty significant story when the Lakers fire their coach as quickly as possible the way they did. Oh boy! Yeah, we'll get back to some of the other posts here by Sebastian. They were, he was mostly yeah. He was just talking about the uh, the Nets game, yeah, which is good stuff. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets game when the Wolves were getting, you know, Wolves were getting the the crap beat out of them and they won. Yeah. So as of right now, the Wolves are four and two. So we kind of gradually slide into this to the uh, the team at hand, the home team, which is part of the title of the show, the title of this uh, entire podcast as it goes. Timberwolves defeat Sacramento on Friday the 2nd of November, 92-80. to 80. Yeah. But a lot of people wondering, like, yeah, we beat the Kings, but so what? The Kings aren't that good, are they? <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins is, yeah, not that good either. So, uh, you seem to wonder, 
begin to wonder what the deal is with that. <laughs> you begin to wonder what the deal is with the Wolves at this point. Uh, but the guy who looked really good for the second year in a row in the season opener was Berea. Yeah. Berea. He's a surprise for me. Yeah. I thought, I thought he was a liability for sure. Yeah, he'd been a liability forever. He, he was excellent again, just like last year. And the facilitator. We, that's his yeah. nickname. We know who the facilitator that's is. That's what he should have been in the first Who's place. That? Who's that? Because oh. he was just looking to score for himself most of the time. Mm-hmm. Now it's, you know, he knows when to pass and when not to and when to score. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. It is. You got to like what you can see out of uh, Berea so far. And the most important part about what we saw Berea, well, what is it? What's, what do you like to see out of Berea if he's going to try to score? Do you like to see him shoot or penetrate? Yeah, that's what he does, yeah. Penetrate, yeah. When he goes underneath, he's he's, he's great. But when he's yeah. forcing up jump shots, yeah, you don't want pack a lunch, right? It's going to be a long night. Long night. <laughs> right? Yeah. Ugh, he kills us. But the true facilitator on the Timberwolves is the shooting guard. The guy yeah. that we... A lot of people that he used to be the clutch shooter in the league and the closer and all that stuff. He's become the facilitator, to be honest, with this team. Yeah. And he's not bad at it, is he? Very smart. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's the Sam Mitchell. And even though mm-hmm. his uh, his field goal percentage isn't that great, <sighs> no. <laughs> I mean, it, if he misses a shot, you know, you can kind of understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, he's been gone for a year. Mm-hmm. It's probably it's going to take him um, a month, mm-hmm. a month or more, to affirm get his uh, form back. Yeah, so if you can forgive him, but mm-hmm. and plus he does other things good, great, in intangibles. Yeah, yep. I mean, not necessarily on defense, but he can keep the offense. You know, yeah. he can keep the IQ up. Yeah, a lot like Sam Mitchell did in the past with the Timberwolves. It seemed like every time Sam Mitchell stepped on the floor, everybody's IQ was up about twenty points. Mm. Brandon Roy, same thing. Doesn't have to. He doesn't necessarily have to be that. Stud that he used to be. He maybe once in a while he will be, and I would be very happy if he could. I would love it, honest to God. I would just, uh, I would be thrilled to see him. I would be thrilled to see him uh, blow up as a, well, not blow up. What am I saying? Well, yeah, once in a while maybe he will blow up and <laughs> have a good game for at the shooting guard spot. But yeah, he. I don't think he's even made a three pointer yet in regulation this year, has he? I don't think he has. Unfortunately, he did not no, he, play he tonight. He made one. Huh? He made one. Did he? Let's check to make absolute sure he has not. No. He <laughs> Nope. Nope. He is over. He is over uh, like 99. No, I'm kidding. It's, uh, yeah. He was over five in that first game. Remember, he, he was kind of Martell like. Huh? Well, just a long uh, two pointer. Yeah, he's he's been very Martell Webster like with those open threes, it's just clang, clang, clang. Like they're they look like they're gonna go in. But, oh, yeah, he had yeah. about he must have had about eleven of them roll out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like out of these, like none of them have been ugly. Yeah, you're not seeing these air balls or these you know Derek Williams type shots or anything. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> bounce off the side of the backboard or the bottom of the rim or whatever. But they just they just haven't gone in. And like I said long ago, on a show maybe two years ago, the ball is the object of the game. The ball is supposed to go in the basket, and it didn't go in. It just didn't. <laughs> oh, Brandon Roy. But, hey, six assists in the season opener. He's been averaging about five a game, four a game. That's not bad. He had nine. Uh, I forget who it is. I think it's the Orlando game. That was about his 
fun to watch. As you know, that was not a very fun game to watch, but we won. And the Sacramento game, it wasn't the funnest thing to watch, but again, we won. Sacramento just isn't that good. They they made a little run midway of the game, made us start to wonder like what's going on here. Third quarter especially, but the third fourth quarter, Wolves took over. Uh, Demarcus Cousins, yuck. Guy has no IQ. No he IQ. Doesn't. I mean, he'll like hack somebody and then act like, what? What did I do? Everybody always picks on me, you know? Isn't that what he's acting? I see him as a Beasley type. Beasley, the beast? Yeah. Yeah, the kind of guy you think is going to be awesome and he's just not, right? Yeah. He's just not. And uh, Tyreek Evans, I don't think we, no, we didn't. I'm pretty sure we didn't bring this up because it's in a couple weeks. Tyreek, yeah, that's another guy. He might have to be a Beasley type. Well, he was 3 of 14 in that season opener. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh-huh. know what happened to, uh, to him. What happened? He's similar to O.J. Mayo also. Awesome, awesome rookie year. Yeah. And then every year after, a little bit worse. And ladies and gentlemen, the rookie of the year for the 2010, you know, 2009-2010 season has... <laughs> his fourth year was declined, ladies and gentlemen. Declined. He is a free agent. That is... I don't know when the last time that's happened, where the rookie of the year doesn't even get out of his rookie contract, ladies and gentlemen. That is insane. He might need a change of scenery, just like like Mayo. Yeah, it's probably well, yeah, and it's definitely headed that way. Yeah, like, I think you know, when, once Thornton got got going, mm-hmm. that's when uh, Evans, you know, uh, got his minutes cut. That's the beginning of the end for him. I mean, yeah, Mr. Thornton, he is uh, Marcus Thornton. That is. Former Hornet, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, if anything, he can shoot. He didn't shoot well in that particular game. He still wound up with 15 points. But (sighs) Tyreek Evans, I've never liked his shot selection, even when he was Rookie of the Year. That's the one thing. He's a little bit Rashad McCants meets Isaiah Ryder, like, (laughs) kind of out there a little bit. (laughs) I saw him as a taller uh, Berea. Ooh. Well, there you they go. They basically do the same thing. Yeah, just gun, 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 and yeah. like, screw screw this. I am not passing the ball. I'm not passing. Forget it. Yep. Though occasionally you'll make a really nice pass. Tyreek, anyway. Berea rarely. Well, yeah, Berea occasionally the same thing, actually. Yeah, so yeah, see. there you go. He's a, yeah, he's another, he's a taller, yeah, I guess so. Taller, much more athletic version of Berea. Because Tyreek is pretty damn athletic, honestly. As is DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, weird to see a guy named Isaiah Thomas out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, when I first heard him, I was like, what is Isaiah? Yeah, Thomas. Yeah, and he's pretty good. He was there, obviously, last year, too. He's a spark plug. I like him, actually. Yeah. I don't love him, but I like him. Yeah. I take him over Berea. Okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> he's a better shooter than Berea. Healthier. And he's, yeah, he's healthier. Berea gets hurt a lot. Yeah, unfortunately, the poor guy had a concussion. Head kind of went kaboom yeah, on yeah, the... another freak accident. Yeah. Recently. And those have been kind of happening frequently lately. Steve Nash in the season opener banged his knee. I forget who it was, but he had a like a hairline fracture, I believe. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on on Twitter right now, too. Probably because of guys like Pre- uh, Chase... Chase Buttinger, yeah, we'll get to that shortly. Though, I'll just say this really quick, of course, as of tonight's game, he has a twisted knee. We'll see if we're just waiting for any type of update on the fly. <laughs> yep, it is getting mm, it's getting interesting. Looks like Wesley Matthews also hurt tonight with a back injury. It's just, yeah, it's, a, it's not the lockout season, but boy, people are getting hurt a lot, aren't they? Yeah. Ugh. Especially on our team. 
<laughs> especially on our team. Yeah, the season opener, you know, Alexi Shved was not much of a factor, but boy, as we move on further and further into he, the... He is now. He's getting... He, you can tell he's going to be... He's going to have a successful career in this league. But guys, it's almost like we should just brush things with a broad stroke rather than do game reviews, honestly, but Steamsma, shot-blocking machine, four blocks in that first game. Looks great. He really yeah. does. I'm very impressed. Yeah, preseason, I, I thought he would have been a bust. Yeah, just waste of a uh, waste of a contract. Where now it's like he's he's a steal. Yeah, he's a steal. He he can play. He can absolutely play. He's got a little bit of a mid range shot, but he's the uh, well, he's the shot blocking center this team has needed since the uh, inaugural season. Yeah, you know, eighty nine more huh? minutes tonight. Yeah, that was really irritating. Honest to God, we we definitely needed uh, his shot blocking and defensive skills. Mm. Oh, that was so frustrating. God almighty, wasn't it, though? Yeah. I thought he found out first. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. What's why, why isn't he on the floor? Mm-hmm. What's the deal with that? Yeah, we're wondering. We really are. <laughs> we really are. Uh, Steensma did stand out big time in that game. Pekovic did not. Pekovic got in foul trouble early and often. And, well, it's not even that he got in foul trouble. He just wasn't that effective in that season opener. I don't know, Bud Packers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, so we're going to slide on to the next game here. Buttinger, yeah, yeah. A lot of guys struggled shooting in that game, but it wasn't so. But the Wolves won anyway because Sacramento was just not that good. Timberwolves then lose on the 4th of November, Sunday, the 4th of November, 105 to 86, in a virtually unwatchable game against Toronto. My guy, Kyle Rowley, tore up. And, and blended, put in a blender, uh, Luke Ridenour, in a big way. Roy had his easily his worst game as a Timberwolf. I mean, he was terrible. No assists, five turnovers. Yeah. Score. <laughs> it was a turnover uh, party for the Toronto Raptors. 24 turnovers by the Wolves. Toronto, though I don't think the Wolves have ever won in Toronto, in fact. I know they haven't, but it's just been an absolute joke. Yeah. Marta Rosen tore him up too. Yep. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. as soon as yep. you figure, okay, DeRozan, he's tearing up yeah. Roy. Yeah, yep. I mean, you got you got Roy trying to stop DeRozan. Yeah, uh huh. I just I understand uh, Malcolm Lee was available. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have Malcolm. Okay, play a little bit. Yeah. Jeez, put him in a little bit. Yeah, Malcolm Lee slow him down. He only got four minutes in that game. Yeah, did Malcolm. What the heck? Yeah, Conroy got more minutes than Malcolm Lee. That's kind of a bummer. Conroy, of course, yeah, and, kept on. And it was garbage time when they got in. Yeah, by the time Lee got in, it was that final little, like, eh, we're down by yeah. 20. Just get in there and fill out the minutes and nobody twists an ankle yeah. trying to get a rebound. Yeah, Lee and, uh, <laughs> and Lou came in. Mm-hmm. Not garbage time. But, yeah, again, it was just like, okay, Roy, he was in there for almost, almost 33 minutes. Yeah, so, what the heck? It wasn't doing anything. Oh, Roy? Oh, yeah. like 22. But, oh, but still, yeah. yeah, yeah. you're looking at Ridenauer, yeah, but that's yeah. okay. Still, though, yeah, Roy was ugh. far too long. And uh, there's a, I should say this, this is the game that I could see it. I, we didn't really see it as much in the first, uh, in the game against Sacramento, but there's, an, there's like an expression on Roy's face very frequently that I just, he just kind of has this look like either he's extremely tired or he's really, or he's got a, like an, an ache. Yeah. Like like maybe the same knees that have been bugging him from for a while now, yeah. for a couple of years. I, I think it, it was <laughs> more of like a. Uh, I mean, it was, it wasn't a Mike Miller grimace. 
Yeah, it was more like an ache, just kind of, uh, yeah. like a chronic pain type of look. Yeah. Like, man, uh, like, a, like something that's constant. Mm-hmm. Kind of like me mowing lawns with ankles that are really sore. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> yep, uh-oh. <sighs> yeah, I hope that's not already flaring up. It wouldn't surprise me, I hate to say. A lot of people are wondering. That's the mystery. Is Roy telling the truth? Just like the presidential... Uh, Debates. Who's telling the truth here? You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Is Roy telling the truth? Now, 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 now the shooting guard over here, uh, he has chronic knee problems. It's not true. It's not true. You know, that's just kind of like back and forth, you know? <laughs> Is he, are his knees bugging him or not? I mean, I hope he's telling the truth, but. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Checking out a little live scores here. Yeah, we'll probably get into some NBA roundup because I know uh, Mr. Forecaster likes to do his forecasting that way. Yeah. He likes to forecast things. That's what we're all about here on Timberwolves Explosion. This might be a bit longer than the previous show because this is a lot to cover. We haven't been on for a couple of weeks here, and there's just uh, an <laughs> encyclopedia of NBA action and, of course, Timberwolves action as well. So, yeah, we'll probably do a little bit. NBA random, random roundup like we did last year. That was kind of fun. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it. Sved saw his first serious action against Toronto. Yeah. The first serious NBA action, we'll say, against Toronto. And yeah, I know that was the beginning of what looks to be a promising career for the multi-talented Russian shooting guard. Yeah, getting his uh, confidence up. He is confident now. Yeah. And he doesn't look like a girl anymore because he got rid of that hair and now he looks more like Tony Kukoc. Oh, yeah, he spent way too much time trying <laughs> to fix it. Yeah, he looked he looked too much like a girl. Like, no offense, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but he just did, you know? I don't... <laughs> he just did. That's a fact. Well, I'm pretty sure Adam didn't appreciate him after every play of stopping to fix his hair. Yeah, it's like, come on, man, let's get... You know, um, Alexa, you're going to have to do something about that hair because that's just uh, driving me crazy. <laughs> you just, I can just hear it. Could you? Yeah. And, you know, that's driving me nuts. Seriously. No, he probably doesn't say seriously, but maybe he does. Yes, look at Steamsma. It was like two back-to-back games right there, four blocks again, even though he had very limited time in that game. Crazy. Cunningham hardly got to play. I think that's a huge problem uh, in that game. Helped the Wolves lose. (laughs) Man, what a weird game. Yeah, I believe this was the game where he had the uh, concussion. He banged his head on the ground. Yeah. That wasn't good. Oh, Lou Amundsen. Ugh. Only played four minutes at a minus six. Yuck. Lee, same thing. Four minutes, minus six. Probably played the last four minutes of the game, but yeah. 99% yeah, chance there. It, yeah. When, when and that Lee is what it was. In there way before that. Yeah, and that is what it was. Lee is a, he's a, he's a factor. Mm-hmm. He was a factor tonight, actually. Oh, yeah. In yeah. that fourth quarter. He was good. Not spectacular, but good. The guy that absolutely has carried the Wolves, though, in a lot of ways, I think he's kind of the best player right now in terms of overall offense, defense, passing, everything, changing people's shots, is Andre, AK-47, Andre Kirilenko. What do you what do you, what do you believe? What do you think about that statement? That Andre Kirilenko is probably the best player on the team right now. Oh, i got to think. The first six after games? After this uh, injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say that anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean versus Buttinger? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's more valuable yeah. than Buttinger. Yeah. Yeah, because Pekovic's stupid baby hook shot is giving me shades of yeah. He but needs I, to start yeah. dunking that ball or going up with two hands. Mm-hmm. I hate that guys yeah, like that with that much force and post up ability, and they continue to force up the baby hook shot, and that yeah. drove me nuts about L. 
I loved Al Jefferson, but I hated the baby hook shot. Yeah. You're strong, use it. Yeah. Baby hooks are for the Russian Osterovichs of the world. The skinny, wimpy centers that don't like contact. That's what that's what the baby hook shot is, at least in my eyes. Pekovic, come on. You gotta be graceful. <laughs> yeah. Power your way to the basket the way you did last year. I hate baby hooks. God. Come on. Come on, Pekovic. Just just come on. Just 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 please stop yeah, doing the baby arm. hook. Break an arm. He break could someone's arm if they try to block you. He could. Only, you know, he, he's not going to block anybody, so break the guy's <laughs> arm, you know. <laughs> he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't block anybody. Like, he'll he'll get a block here and there, because yeah. just because it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and he, he's not the worst defender you've ever seen, but he sure ain't the best. Yeah. That's for <laughs> damn sure. Oh. <sighs> and Derek Williams has been as mediocre as ever. Oh boy! So let's just get off that Toronto game. But Derek Williams of the nine and eight—that's uh, kind of—that's kind of who he is right now, I think. But then the game of this whole podcast, because <laughs> the Orlando game was kind of too easy and kind of ugly and kind of blah. <laughs> but you'd think after getting killed in Canada in Air Canada Center or whatever it is in Toronto, <laughs> Toronto, Ontario, Timberwolves head to Brooklyn. And give the Nets their first loss in Brooklyn. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> that fourth quarter was something of legends because the Wolves yeah. were getting obliterated. They were getting sent to. They were getting. You know, they looked like a team that was tired because they they just got hammered by a by a Toronto. Let's call them Detroit Toronto team. That you know, that's improving, but not that great. But kicked the Wolves' butts. Looked us, made us look like we're undermanned and not ready to be serious. Yeah. And Brooklyn was doing the same thing. And something happened in that fourth quarter. <laughs> a, st- a star wolf was born. All ten of Alexei Shved's points were scored in that fourth quarter, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> a wolf star was born. Yep, go ahead. I have to say, this is the first time <laughs> in, in years mm-hmm. where in, a, in a, what looked to be a, a blowout game, mm-hmm. I didn't change the channel. Yeah, because you could just sense something, couldn't you? Yeah. Because you are the forecaster. They usually, you know, yes. oh, this meeting's about 20. Let me see what else is on. Yeah, like, you know, is there a little, let's go to this ID channel, you know, yeah. stuff like that. No ID. You mean the hustle <laughs> I was seeing from Cunningham was like, wait a minute. <coughs> oh, Cunningham. Yeah. He played really He might win this. There's something special about that second unit, isn't it? Yeah. Steamsma, Shved, Buttinger, Cunningham. And, yeah, believe it or not... Juan Jose. Juan Jose Berea. Yeah. As much as a wonderful facilitator Roy is, he's someday you know, but you get the you get the shred in there. That he may be or not might be. It looks like he's one of those closer types, potentially. He played a hell of a lot tonight, but yeah. Shved only played like seventeen minutes in that and almost eighteen, I guess, against Brooklyn and boy was he unbelievable. Kirilenko, again, the overall MVP of the game, I think, in my opinion. But Shved, the hero. Buttinger was clutch as well, hitting... He's, he's been actually on the clutch side this year. Yeah, I think it was uh, Kirilenko and uh, Cunningham. Cunningham was just awesome. They were both, oh. they were both uh, going after the ball. That's the key, forcing those turnovers. Kirilenko had four. How, how many blocks did he have? Four. That's right, four? Blocks. Blocks. Four blocks. <laughs> And I said four again. There we go. Yep, he had four blocks. 
we had to make sure we had to say it four times just because it was that. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Cunningham adding two steals and two blocks in that game, and the eleven and eleven effort as well. The uh, points and rebounding, of course. Dante Cunningham is about as good of a second teamer as you we will find in the league right now. Yeah. He is spectacular. How can I mean? How can anybody not like Cunningham? Guy is a stud, isn't yeah, he? Definitely. Well, we, oh. we came out ahead in that trade. Oh God, yeah. I mean, Wayne Ellington. Now, now, who's that again? You know, he's eleventh guy, pretty much. By the way, in that game, not that the I hate him. Was horrible. Huh? Oh, the Brooklyn game. Yeah, yeah the Brooklyn game. Especially when uh, there should have been a technical foul on. Uh, I just know him as uh, Mr. Kardashian right now. Nah. Chris Humphries. Chris Humphries. Who? Nineteen. Where he got a little frustrated and swung and hit uh, Cunningham in the face. Mm-hmm. After uh, Cunningham stole the ball from him. Mm-hmm. He got, he the ref got was no right play. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. the ref was right there. I mean, Cunningham's headband came off. They just ignored it, yeah. the ref? Yeah, that's what the hell. You can't the... do that. No, that's absolutely attack. You can't be making contact like that. Deliberate contact, you might add. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Then the replays, <laughs> you clearly see it. Uh-huh. You know, Cunningham looked at him, kept his cool. Good for Cunningham there yeah. that he didn't let that become anything. Yeah, you look at Chris Humphrey's line for that game. I mean, I advise the listeners if you're <laughs> curious, you know, just go to Yahoo Sports or whatever. You know, the game log. Go click on the box score for that game and look at Chris Humphrey's. Yeah, that's and all we got to say about that. And if uh, <laughs> anyone have has uh, Humphrey's on their fancy team, ouch. Yeah, look, look to your waivers. Mm-hmm. My God, yeah. <laughs> Oh, twelve million a year, and that was not a game that he earned that salary. Oh no! Two field goal attempts, ladies and gentlemen. Two, yeah, and he knew it. He, he knew, knew it. Yeah, I can imagine the frustration, guys. Yeah, that's why. That's why uh, uh, Cunningham. You get guys like Kirilenko and Cunningham on Chris Humphries. I can understand a little frustration there. Then he barely even got to even get a shot off in the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he got his ass handed to him in a big way. Oh, <laughs> he got his ass handed to him. And you know what's really funny? The salaries you combine Cunningham and Kirilenko together, they equal Chris Humphrey's salary. $10 million a year for uh, Kirilenko, 2 for Cunningham, 12 yeah. for Humphreys. Well, there you go. Uh, I think the Kirilenko and Cunningham won just by a little margin there, about 30 to 2. I mean, even Lopez. Uh, Brooke. Who? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. He was forcing up shots like crazy. He just couldn't move. He, he couldn't move technically. <laughs> Peck, yeah, see, Peck has that physical side of defense. He's not gonna. He doesn't have the weak side. He just kind of has that in-your-face type of defense, yeah. physical stuff that can get. You know, sometimes you get called for fouls, sometimes you don't. Type of stuff. Yeah, he's not gonna block anyone's shots, but he is gonna be in your face a little bit. That's the good part about Peck's defense. Yeah, if you're a center who can't shoot, you're not. Oh, you're, shot. you're dead. Yeah, that's where Peck's strength is. If you're a center that can shoot. Or you could do a little up and under type stuff, oh, like certain skinny oh, guy yeah. on the Bulls tonight. Yeah. That skinny guy with a very loud voice likes to scream a lot. <laughs> Noah's Ark. Okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's his Ark, isn't it? Yeah, Noah. Uh, we'll get to that later. I don't want to, but we'll get to it. <laughs> I hated that game. Okay, <laughs> the whole game was frustrating. But this game was spectacular. The Wolves pull off one of the great comebacks in Wolves history. 22-point uh, gem. Sebastian Ball's chiming in saying, Holy bleeping bleak. Did you see the game? Wow. Amazing. Sebastian jumps in again. <laughs> Sebastian are very excited. 
very cool to see him actually enjoying the wolves' action as much as he is. Because he's kind of kind of new to the new to the party here with the wolves. And welcome aboard to you, Sebastian yeah. Singh. Did you see that game? Wow! Saw the highlights. What a game! Absolutely awesome. It was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Where are we? Yes, sir. The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Wolves pulling off one of those great games, though. Great clutch play by Shvat, especially. So I guess it's time to move on to the next game against Orlando. The Wolves win by a lot. They win. <laughs> and that was about all we need to say about that. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Yeah. 90-75. We'll just briefly comb over it real quick. The Wednesday the 7th. This was the very first uh, league pass game of the year. Thank God again for that. This was, the, this was a league pass game. And I'm glad I... Let's just say I'm really happy that it was because I was able to see it. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> you know, you, you just feel you just feel special when you know you have a game that a lot of people don't. Brandon Roy's nine assists was one of the main uh, things for me in terms of excitement. I mean, not the most exciting game in general, but very cool to see Brandon Roy picking up nine assists in the game. The facilitator... Is that a nice nickname? That was a really good uh, game from Roy. Yeah, he's he's a facilitator. Only 26 minutes, by the way. He's not going to... I don't think you're ever going to see 33 and up from Roy. Ever. Like, the minutes. Yeah. I think that's it. Like, you're going to see 26, and that's about double it. Double-digit scoring. Yeah, that may never happen again, huh? Double-digit scoring from Roy is kind of a foreign t- foreign thing right now, isn't yeah, it? I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I'll take it, but yeah, you don't really need it. But with the way he's playing, smart. Yeah, that's the other thing. He's just he's a facilitator. Everybody really played fairly well in the game. Cunningham getting minimal minutes, but luckily we didn't need him as much. So maybe just let him rest up to yeah for Indiana and such. Yeah, it was a blowout pretty much. So. Mm-hmm. Really, guys like Ridnauer. Yeah, I mean Ridnauer was was scorching the net in that game, hitting tons of mid range shots and the three pointers, those catch and shoots. It was good stuff. Orlando provided a very little resistance, and we won. <laughs> and that's about all there is, isn't it? I mean, yeah. like, that's about all there is to say. It was a, just a fun game. The biggest note of the game was mentioned. Nine everybody assists for Ryan. Pretty much. Just about it. Yeah, yeah, everybody did. Malcolm Lee got to play a little bit. Conroy got to play. Lou Amundsen got to play, and he did what he normally does. Uh, he turned the ball over a couple of times, got a couple of rebounds, and missed a shot. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that's, a, that's about it. The starters played like stars in this game. It was nice to see the starters actually look good for what? Okay, anyhow. The starters actually look... I mean, the, the story of the year pretty much has been Andre Kirilenko and the second team. Yeah. Kir, to be honest, yeah. I mean, Luke, no. Roy... Facilitator, but not going to scorch anybody right now. Pakovic struggling. Steams mind in a lot of ways kind of outplaying him right now. I hate to say. And Derek Williams is what he is. He is what he is. He's not as good as uh, Dante Cunningham, you know, right now. Yeah, it seems like right now we use Derek to uh, just get the ball rolling. Comes in mm-hmm. first, and yeah. that's it. We don't see him again. <clears throat> not much. We didn't see him at all tonight. Wish I wish we would have seen him more of him towards the end. Yeah, what the hell was that? I don't understand it. <sighs> so then we head to Friday the 9th. That was yesterday. Minnesota defeating the Indiana Pacers. Best in, game of the season. That was good, wasn't it? 
96 to 94. Emeralds defeat the Pacers to get to 4 and 1. Their first three game win streak in a while. Man, they win. Yes, sir. What I don't understand is how did George Hill get 29 points? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I, <laughs> was it because Luke Ridnour was on him? Yeah, probably. Luke Ridnour got destroyed by George Hill? Really? Just like Carl Lowry. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Kyle Lowry was awesome against everybody in the Wolves game, but George Hill had 29 points. Really? I, I didn't know he was capable of that. Oh, yeah. I guess he is. Yeah. You like him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you do? Yep. Ooh, talk about That's why him he's now the yeah. new starting point guard. I guess, huh? Yeah, he beat out, uh, what's his face? He beat out Aaron Collison. Yeah. Who's now a Dallas Maverick, by the yeah. way. He's, of course, destroyed DJ Augustine, who barely saw any minutes in the game and didn't do a gall-dang thing. All he did was miss shots, pretty much. Boy, their second... Outside of Gerald Green, who I think is okay, their second team not really uh, exciting. Danny Granger's got a major issue with his knee right now. He's going to miss three months. Yeah. Yes, sir. So no Danny Granger at all. Um... Yeah, they, I believe he had to have his knee drained, if I remember correctly. I was reading about it earlier. Just, mm, well, I'm not sure the Pacers are going to be making that playoff run they did last year. Scaring the Miami Heat significantly in that second round. Almost beat them. Not looking good for them right now. But yes, talk, uh, talk, talk about the final play in this game. Talk about that a little oh, bit. it was great. Hmm? It was great. Well, the play before it hmm? was just a couple plays towards the end. It was just exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I thought we had the game uh, until Peck missed the layup. Uh, yeah. Again? No. Bad. I, yeah. You know, from the angle, it looked like uh, Hibbert might have got a, got a finger on the ball. Mm-hmm. But no, it was just a missed layup. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, if, if Hibbert mm. instills some type of fear in Peck. Peck's so big, you got to rip that ball and dunk that thing. Mm-hmm. And stop with the hooks. Ugh, yeah. Just dunk it. Yeah, he's too much of an underneath guy. When he, If he's a little bit more of that, just aggressive style. Yeah. I mean, when he goes underneath, I suppose, if he can do that, if he can keep doing that up and under stuff that he yeah. did last year, he was kick-ass at it. But it's this... Uh, yeah, sometimes this you just gotta dunk it. I mean, he's so yeah. strong, he's yeah. gonna want to block you. It's mm-hmm. like Shaq. It's like, if you try to uh, block Shaq's dunks, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna break your arm. Yeah, and I think Peck could do that, too. Yeah. He's so as strong as there is. Yeah. He can bench about 400 pounds, I believe. That's 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 pretty heavy. Yeah. He can bench like a big, one of those commercial lawnmowers. He can bench <laughs> one of them, pretty much. What the hell? Yeah, so then, was, then Hill's uh, crossover on Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Did a little dance with Cunningham and made the uh, three tie the game. Ah. I mean. Like, you gotta be kidding. I can maybe? appreciate that. That was a nice shot. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, that was a nice shot. Mm-hmm. And Cunningham didn't exactly uh, fall. You know, he didn't get his ankles broken. Stayed on him. Mm-hmm. But, Cunningham, but Hill was just, uh, yeah, he, he made that shot. <laughs> <laughs> he played an awesome game. And at the end there, um, thank, thank you so much, uh, Joe Green. Mm. I'm not keeping your eye on, the, on uh, your guy. <laughs> yeah, buddy, yeah, yeah, Bud just went in there. Noticed that Green wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Ran towards the basket. Mm-hmm. Laid it in. And that was it. Yeah. It was like Chris Paul and Johnny Flynn, right? Or Johnny, yeah, Johnny Flynn guarding Chris Paul on those 
Hornets games a yeah, couple years ago. I was thinking <laughs> we, we, we cannot go into overtime. Uh, yeah. We cannot go into overtime because Hill was feeling it. Oh, was he ever? Yeah, he would have just scored, and that would have been it. Mm. What the so, hell? Yeah, if we would have went into overtime, I think that would have been a, uh, a loss for us. Mm. But uh, thanks mm. to uh, Green's inexperience. Mm-hmm. Or just lack of focus. Yeah, just yeah. for whatever reason. He just got caught sleeping. Yeah. You know, if you want to go with the old classic sports terms, he got caught sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Johnny, just like Flynn, the way he, was it Chris Paul backdoored him like two two times in a row? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was like, you got to be kidding. Oh. The two times the Wolves played the Hornets that year, and the, yeah, there was two games in a row within a couple of weeks. Chris Paul backdoored him on the final play of the game, and each and the Wolves had lost by two in both yeah. games. It's like, yeah. come on, man! That's Johnny Flynn at his finest. Enjoy him. <sighs> Enjoy him. Yes, uh, yes, guys out there. All, all of our buddies out there in Australia. We And yes, we love you guys. We, we do. Sincerely. We sincerely love you guys. Uh, as I mentioned, the Courtside Podcast. Yep, of course, absolutely awesome show. And of course, another... Awesome show. That basketball show. We love you guys out there. We, we do. Pumpa and Train. That's right. Pumpa and Train. You guys are spectacular. Great show. Uh, very funny. Very fun. And uh, he had some nice songs a couple times. Uh, Pumpa, obviously, a, great, a very good singer as well. That's a really, you know, he's good at making, uh, like, comedy-type uh, NBA-related comedy songs. Very cool, the way he pieces them together. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't done one recently, but uh, well, you know, I guess we're shouting out to you. Make another one, Pumpa. Come on. Come on. you got to come up with something funny here. Maybe Lakers-related or something. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sure there will be. Um, yeah. i got to get around it. Yeah. got to get... Yeah, they just released a show. I didn't listen. Yeah, i, I got to get around to it. I've been stuck with a stupid lawn service lately. <laughs> it's just one of those things. So, yes, Pumpa is a Golden State Warriors fan. V-Train is a Laker fan, and the very first That Basketball Show game took place last night, and unfortunately the Lakers, uh, yeah, and Bernie Bickerstaff's temporary uh, coaching stint uh, got a win. Let's just throw that there. <laughs> just think of throwing that in there. I don't want to go through the show and not uh, shout out to That Basketball Show. It is awesome. You look like you got something on your mind there. Oh, no, just uh, notice the... Uh... <laughs> Spurs in, in Portland? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a beauty. That is a beauty. Man, I want to stay on top. <laughs> yeah. I you, like this. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, now I know I really consider the Spurs. The Wolves and the Spurs were 4-1 and one coming into tonight. Yeah. Wolves are now 4-2 and two in Portland, making a valiant effort to try to beat the Spurs right now as we speak. Yeah, it might be without mm-hmm. Matthews. Maybe. Oh, that's right, because Matthews is yeah, a back injury. Much, yeah. That's why you're freaking Matthews. out when you saw that. <laughs> yeah, just like us. I mean, we lose uh, oh, Eric Bud. Man, yeah. They lose Matthews. Mm-hmm. That's tough to tough to swallow. Pumpa's club is going against the Denver Nuggets right now. That's a good game as well. That's a pretty cool, fun effort. That's a one-point game, second quarter, I assume. Uh, yep. Hmm? Curious about the... <laughs> Well, we got, yeah, that game's still got a long way to go. Spurs yeah. on a big run right now in the fourth quarter. A 14-0 fourth quarter for the Spurs so far. Okay, anyhow, <laughs> that's not going well. Yeah, about that. Yeah, how about those Wolves against the Spurs tonight? Yeah. <laughs> that didn't look too good. Holy cow, that changed dramatically. So, yes, brings us to tonight's game, Saturday, the 10th of November, 87-80. Chicago defeats the Wolves in 
United Center, if I believe it's still called that. Yes. There's the house that Michael built, I would have to think. If Michael didn't build that place, who did? You know, seriously. <laughs> Michael Jordan built United Center. Not just like David Stern and Michael Jordan. Yeah, David Michael Jordan made David Stern's career look a lot better too. Yes, he did. And everybody else. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. This is just one of those games. You could kind of feel it the whole way. It's just, ah. Yeah, it, if, we, if we won this, it was going to be a long grinding game. Yeah, kind of like the Pacer game in a way. Yeah. Kind of, you know. It wasn't going to be the sexy high-scoring game. This was a defensive battle. You know, the whole key here that you've been noticing, there's, whoa, there's a trend. Whoa, whoa, back yeah, go ahead. Yes? Did you hear what you just said? What was that? A defensive battle. That's about, yeah, that's right. With the Wolves involved. That's right. That's just what I was getting into. But that's, I'm, I'm glad you cut into me there. That's actually good. Good, good job there. You don't hear that all the time. No, you don't. <laughs> At all. No. Remember how we used to say, like, yeah, we gave up 120 tonight. Yeah. And 140 to 100. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. All the time you, you heard that <laughs> when Casey was, was uh, coaching. Yeah, he was a... He's a, he's a damn good defensive coach, but no offense whatsoever. The rotations. Ugh, and the rotations made us wonder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget the time. I'll just briefly throw this in, just because that's just how we are, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I come to hang out with you, your, was it? This is the early days of NBA 2K. Not, not really early, but kind of early. Like 2K7 or so. <laughs> I come to your apartment, right? <laughs> And you're like, I fired Casey. <laughs> the first thing you said when I opened you open the door, I fired Casey. Yeah, yeah. first thing. <laughs> he's got to go. Just the way Kobe fell on Mike Brown, he's got to go. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I fired Casey. Yeah, just first the, thing I could do. Just think about it, though. You open the door. You open the door, and you're like, I fired Casey. I'm sorry, but I, I still, five, six years, whatever it's been, I still find, I still can I'll laugh at that, like, really yeah, immediately. I mean, the rotations, I mean, the defense was great. Uh-huh. But it's just his rotations, it just made made no sense. Mm-hmm. The only guy who was worse was Whitman with the rotations, but, yeah, that was, yeah, they didn't make any sense at the time. Yeah. I hope he does better in Toronto. Yeah, that's r- ridiculous. He's, Whitman's worse, but yet, ah, he's, still. He's, he's a coach. Yeah. Oh, oh, what's that? Which one's a coach? Whitman. Oh, I can't believe he's... Yeah, he's a starting coach. He's a, still a coach today. Yeah, starting. What am I saying? Yeah. A full-time, yeah. not interim. Ouch. So, yeah, like you were... Like you cut in and wisely cut in. That was good. Um, yeah, the Wolves... I've, the first six games this season have been a very strong defensive team. Yeah. I didn't say that, did I? Cunningham and Kirilenko are huge factors. Steam's uh, as well. Steam's ma, excuse me. Yeah. Who should have been in the game towards he, the end there? He did not get any playing time tonight. Because, yeah, Noah was Ugh. taking advantage of, uh, of Peck. Mm-hmm. And we needed stops. I mean, Steamma wasn't very good tonight, but still, I mean, Peck wasn't good. Uh, yeah, I guess he, he did put up good numbers. But towards the end there. Yeah, defensive liability. Like, yeah. he, I mean, he, his baby hook drives me nuts, but they, they rattled in tonight more than other nights. Seemed like he missed a lot of, cl- uh, excuse me, a lot of. Crucial shots, that's the word I was looking for, yeah. down the stretch. But he, he was all right. Yeah, there was definitely uh, some, uh, some hacking going on. Oh, big time. I mean, th- this whole game, that was it was a very chippy game. Lots of lots of calls, lots of non-calls, lots of 
just a lot going on. A lot of frustration in this game in a lot of ways. Uh, Ridenour's shot selection, boy, oh, boy. You talk about frustrating. I don't think either of us can stand Ridenour as a full-time point guard. Oh. No. No. <sighs> I remember last year, though, it was weird. When he when, when when Rubio first went out, he was racking up assists Rubio style, like 12 yeah. assists and stuff. It was weird. He was actually awesome at it. But when Ridenour was the, was a shooting guard, it was like, whoa, he's a really valuable player. Yeah. Yeah. The shooting guard, yeah. Because he's like off it. the ball, right? That's the biggest <laughs> key of the whole thing. He yeah. is not in control of the offense. When Ridenour is not in control of the offense, he's pretty good. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty damn good when he's not in control of the offense. But when he's in control of the offense, uh, it's just like this first year here when we were like crying and screaming. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, right back to that. Uh, where, oh, where are you, Ricky Rubio? Oh, please, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, Lord, heal that knee as fast <laughs> as possible, please. Please. <laughs> or Boreas. And Boreas out with a mid-foot sprain? It's just, it, it never ends, does it? He conked his head on the floor in the Toronto game. Now you got a mid-foot sprain with Boreas? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I can't take any more. Uh, he was actually playing some kick-ass basketball yeah. this year. Yeah, like we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah, awesome. Just, just written our... He was terrible tonight. I, I can't I can't stress how bad he was. Yeah, he only had one turnover, but the four of twelve looked felt like four of twenty. The shot selection, God Almighty, bad decision making late on yeah. his passes. He missed. Oh yeah. He missed guys that were, uh, you know, if he would have led them maybe like a half second earlier, yeah. it's a dunk. Yeah, it's, we could have won this game. Yeah, very easily. I mean, yeah, he only got three assists in this game. Now, I know you're playing the Bulls are about as good a defensive team as there is. You know, but still. If Ridenour could have led some guys a little bit better on some of those quote-unquote semi-breaks, there would have been dunks. Instead, he gets the ball to a guy, uh, was it uh, Derek Williams or some? I believe Derek Williams on one play, where uh, by the time he got the ball, it's like there's two Bulls just, you know, flanked over him, and that was about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it, though? Yeah. Draped over him. That's the word I was trying to say. But you know, same, similar, I guess. Yeah. Just draped over him, and yeah. Well, I like. Well, I mostly like about this is we're we're, we're a better team than the Bulls. Well, yeah, at least without Rose, yeah, at minimum. Right now, yeah. I mean, we're missing Love. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, JJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now Chase and, Ria, and Rubio and Rubio. You know, <laughs> we were missing two stars. They're missing one megastar. Yeah, but still, we're missing. Well, I go. Love is a megastar with his twenty-six points a game. Yeah. Rubio, who knows how good he's going to be long term? Who knows? He really yeah. might have one of those careers. You know, we're missing two stars and two starters. Yeah, and a very valuable backup. Yeah, and we could have won this. <laughs> now we've been winning. Mm-hmm. And we've been winning. We are very deep. And Shved, well, Shved was better tonight than his stat line indicates, yet at the same time, he still filled the stats, to be honest yeah. with you. He still did. His shooting percentage was not that good, nor was anybody else's, yeah. except for Pex. And but, he's doing the, uh... Or Cunningham. <laughs> he was good. Uh, who else was uh, doing that a lot? I think, I think it was Flynn. Who was that? Jump in the air, then look for a pass. Oh, do you mean Ridnour? No, uh, Shved. Oh, he was that. doing that. Yeah, yeah I, yes. He would jump a lot. Like oh. a talk. 
Yep. What, what, what are you jumping for? Yeah, what are you You're not supposed to, really. Yeah. You're not supposed to jump and pass. It's just one yeah. of those... He, he got caught for that. Oh, Luau Dang saw the ball when you saw it coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and Ridnar, remember the play, uh, he, tried, he just kept dribbling and dribbling and dribbling yeah. and dribbling and running around and then stepped out of bounds. Like, yeah. you just don't... That was a Ramon Sessions type of play. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? He's like, he had the ball and stepped out of bounds. He just stepped out of bounds. That's... Yeah, it was just a couple really? of bones. <laughs> like I said, even if you would have had J.J. Barrera, we, we, we would have won that. Mm-hmm. We would have won this game. And on that one play with Ridnour, like I mentioned, no, the, not to keep on the same one damn play, but it was another situation where if he would have passed the ball like a split second earlier, it would have yeah. been a dunk. It was obvious. And instead he's doing like figure eights around everybody and then stepped out of bounds. God, blankety blankers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Cunningham was kick-ass tonight, though. Wasn't he? All those mid-range shots. Yeah. Did you like it? I do like his shot. He's got a nice mid-range shot. It's not one of those shots to make you cringe. Like, okay, what is he doing? Is he going to go? Oh, it went in. Yes. He has a shot. Yes. It's a nice mid-range shot. And uh, something I didn't notice until now. Yep, I just saw those eyes light up. What is it? Hmm? 0 for 10 for Williams. Yeah. That's why he wasn't playing in the fourth quarter. He just was, uh, yeah, uh, he was terrible. I don't know if I'm thinking of uh, of uh, last game where he was making making the shots. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Do we put the bus label on? I don't know. I uh, we're we're headed. And he's he's he wants it. I think he wants it, doesn't he? I I don't want him to have it, but I think he wants it. Well, I'll th- well I'll right now he I'll wants the trade value to go up. Huh? He wants the trade value to go up. Yeah, because his role will be better somewhere else potentially yeah. for for a team that wants him really bad. Yeah, maybe if there's a, if such a thing exists. But right now, we we might have to trade him for a shooting guard that because if Chase is injured mm-hmm. badly, mm-hmm. we can't afford to miss him for a couple games uh, while JJ yeah. is injured. Because yep. I don't know if we want Malcolm Lee. Uh, playing backup uh, shooting guard mm-hmm. with, with uh, Shred. Starting, well, then we got Conroy as a, as a uh, backup okay. point guard. Yeah, we're really starting to dig deep here, aren't we? Yeah. These uh, kind of emphasis. Yeah, I mean, I'm an emphasis right away, right here. I am sick of these injuries. Aren't you? Yeah. I mean, I mean, how can you not be? This is just boy. We are. Yeah, it looks like we. we I mean, I, I want to Williams to work out, but we might have to package Williams with. I'm not, I'm not sure how Roy's contract is, but if he is injured, Ooh, maybe yeah. he's a five mil expiring. <laughs> oh, man. Really? Deal out Brandon. Oh, yeah, because Roy. Yeah, yeah of course. Injured. That's the other thing we didn't even talk about yet. Uh, yeah. Was that in the indie game, I believe? Yeah. Speak. Uh, for some reason, I missed the actual play where it happened. Like, like what, oh, what happened? Oh, I thought he exactly? was sitting on the bench. I didn't actually see any. Anything actually yeah, happen? Yeah, any replays on it or anything. He just. Went to locker room. Uh, huh. and, and it is knee related. That's yeah. the that's the best yeah. part. Yep. <laughs> it just never ends, does it? Yeah. Mm. So we 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 definitely need a shooting guard right now. And I was on the uh, the Crawford bandwagon. Jamal, yeah. Wow, that one. Yeah, I am. Would have been nice. A lot of us came out with the whole deal. Well, it's like, well, Jamal's a gunner, and you got Roy, who's apparently a facilitator. You know, so it's two going in two completely different directions when you talk about those two guys. But man, Jamal Crawford is tearing uh, tearing it up big time in, in Clipperland, in Flop City. 
Yeah. He is ripping that place to shreds. I'm, you know, he, he's... <laughs> gunner or not, he's just... Those 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 bullets are hitting their targets. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> you know, just to use a gun term. Okay, sorry if that's... Yeah. Eh, I'm not against that. Okay. Anyhow, <laughs> it's... That son of a gun, you know. I am just... Uh, those bullets are hitting the targets, that Jamal Crowder. He is a beast. He really is. So now, speaking of knee injuries, here we go again. To quote a, to quote a phrase from Ronald Reagan, there you go again. <laughs> Another knee injury. And we don't know exactly what it is. Um, it's a twisted knee, according to uh, Kent Youngblood and, and others among the Wolves. Uh, well, the media surrounding the Wolves, we'll say. It's getting, yeah, it's it's really fun, isn't it? Another injury, Mr. Forecaster, another one. And it, it, it was weird looking. You just see him kind of kind of get tangled up a little bit, and next thing you know, he's just kind of flopping on the ground like, okay, that hurt a little bit. He didn't look like he was hurt at first. The next thing you know, he's draped over two guys, carrying him away. Great. That's not the scene you like to see, is it? Oh, no. Well, so, yeah, when we saw that, it was like, oh, not this. Please not like ACL or something. I mean, it's possible, but apparently, according to Kent Youngblood, he said uh, X-ray normal. What? That doesn't. That's. <laughs> I don't know. His terminology a little funky there. Wouldn't you normally want to say like X-ray negative? Yeah. X instead of X-ray it's normal. normal. It's normal. So hopefully that sounds good because <laughs> I mean I guess your tendons aren't normally torn, so that's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Well, that's to, not good. If he's sorry to laugh any at, time, yeah, it's like sorry to laugh at any type of injury or just the thought of just the thought of another, like uh, another man down per se. Uh, oh my God, no, please. I mean, if anything, now, hey, Shred is a starter. I wouldn't. He's a starter now. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, I guess he. Uh, if, if if Roy doesn't play, yeah. Well, if Roy, he was there tonight. And he didn't play. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Sved's going to get a ton of minutes. He got 26 yeah, regardless. tonight. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. I mean, he deserves them. Yeah. I remember not that long ago, people were talking about Sved's probably not going to see the light of day coming into the year, and maybe gradually you'll get, you know, because he's just a rookie, and he's just, yeah, he's one of those guys. He's just, if he was so good, he would have been drafted, you know? Yeah. That's what was the attitude by a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, I, we're not included in that category. We were more of let's wait and see kind of. Yeah. Maybe he will be good right away. He's, he is a factor now. He's a factor now, not two years from now. Yeah. He already is. Just wait till he has a tiny bit of muscle. Hopefully he does. Yeah. We, Dang we, it. I think we definitely need a Roy to play. Because, yeah. actually, I wouldn't want to use Shred. Because ah. if we have Shred and Ridnar playing, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going to get any uh, production or well, points coming from uh, Lee. Actually, after tonight's <laughs> he was pretty good. Yeah, I, I like the way he was playing tonight. He was very solid. He drew a uh, and he blocked another shot. I mean, that's about as good as you're going to get from a guy who's six three. Yeah, I mean, what is he getting? He's like, a shot uh, blocker, man. A block shot every time he plays over five minutes. Yeah, yes, he does. That's the funny part. He does. <laughs> that's what I would say. And he's probably the second best shot blocker on the team. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I should be careful because we have Kirilenko now. I'm used to not having Kirilenko, and of course, the designated shot blocker is. Uh, a fellow by the name of uh, <laughs> a fellow by the name of Steamer Steamboat. 
<laughs> yeah, that guy who didn't. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a lot of guys or a couple guys, a lot of guys played very poorly tonight. Sadly, Ridnar played poorly. Uh, Steamy did not have a good game, and nor did uh, Derek. He was terrible. Oh, and I got to mention this real quick before we kind of end the Wolves conversation, or per se. Derek Williams last night had one rebound. This guy needs to rebound the basketball. And the whole team's rebounding is not very good. And I understand you think, oh, well, we all rely on Kevin Love. Without Kevin Love, we're not going to get any rebounds. But here's the thing. You would think a guy, you know, of Kevin Love's stash are getting all those rebounds and stuff. If he's out, you would think somebody's going to pick up the slack a little bit because Love probably stole rebounds away from teammates a few times, yeah. as you probably noticed. Oh, noticed that. Yeah, like you actually brought it up before I did because <laughs> you're the forecaster, yes. You'd think there'd be some type of... Uh, you know, you would think there'd be some type... Uh, what the hell, man? There'd be some type of increase in the rebounding category from somebody on this roster. Yeah, and, and, and Love is a power forward. Yeah, Love is a power forward, and you expect a lot of rebounds yeah. from him. Derek Williams is a power well, forward. Well, you expect more rebounds from your center. Yeah, <laughs> Pekovich you know? gets about seven rebounds a game. He's Brooke Lopez-like. Come on, man, get the rebound. And I understand he's not the most athletic guy, but when you got legs like oh, like you know, like redwood trees, yeah, and arms like oak trees, get the rebound. Well, the problem is you got <laughs> guys jumping higher than him. That's yeah, that's part of it. I mean, last I season yep. he would dunk, you know, and I thought that, you know, he lost weight, gained muscle. Mm-hmm. Hey, you may get, you know. He's not the longest guy. Yeah. Left, oh, what? What's you that? know, on his, on his vertical. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, jump a little higher. <laughs> yeah. it's not happening. Yeah, it's not. He's he's kind of like, he, I guess when they call it, if, if you want to call him a tree trucker, I guess he is a tree because he doesn't get off the ground. <laughs> For whatever reason, and then uh, Derek Williams, one bleeping rebound, man, in 27 minutes. Yeah. One rebound. That's all I was uh, come on. excited for a white side. Oh, yeah. You know, that guy with long death. arms. You know, after I thought uh, Steensma wasn't, uh, wasn't that great because of preseason. Yeah. And he didn't have much, of, you know, and it's not really, the rebounding is not really his thing. Yeah. Not saying he shouldn't be, because why not? You're a starting, you're not a starting center, but you're a center you're supposed to get some rebounds, but these guys do not rebound at all. Kirilenko occasionally will get a double-double, and so will Dante Cunningham, who just... Those two guys are like the two best players, pretty much, I, you know, in a lot of ways. For their for their money, they're, they're really earning their paycheck. Yeah. And Andre Kirilenko at $10 million a year is earning his paycheck. And that's crazy to say, isn't it? He's that good. Dante is like the best deal in the league. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> He's the bargain of the century. <laughs> oh man, he is awesome. Outside of maybe like a Kyrie Irving, because he's still in his rookie contract, but you know, being as good as he is, but man, alive! It's this guy, a son of a gun. Mm. Oh boy! But it'd be yeah. I mean, the lack of rebounding has been a huge problem. Yet we're still four and two, <laughs> and, and and that's after tonight's loss. We're still four and two with the lack of rebounding, and a lot of guys just you know the. The three-point shot kind of being a foreign item for the most part. Mm. Outside of Luke Ridnour here and there getting hot. Not tonight, by the way. But Chris <laughs> was 4-6. I mean, he's playing great. Mm-hmm. Before the injury, yeah. Twisted knee, yeah. Yeah, so if it wasn't was for, for 18 even, point game. even no. Chase um, mm-hmm. getting injured. Mm-hmm. If they would have had Chase for the whole game, 
Who knows? Yeah, I think I think we could have won that game. It's it's possible, and of course, uh, of course, a little better point guard play. Uh, Shved has yeah. just been spectacular. His, his passing is awesome. I gotta emphasize that. His he yeah. made he he the way he kind of wraps around. He's not as fancy. He's not fancy like Rubio. But the way he times his passes and ang- the, the angles he has on his passes, like he angles them perfectly. Yeah. And that's awesome for a guy who's just getting into the NBA right now. It's pretty cool. The guy angles his passes perfect. Doesn't he? Or, I mean, not perfect, but I shouldn't say that. i got to be quiet about that. But he uh, he angles his passes. Like he, he leads people perfectly. There, I said the word again. Wonderfully. There we go. I shouldn't say perfect. That's a very dangerous word. Wonderfully. I'm very impressed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're like, Joey, are you done yet? No. <laughs> what? I'm impressed with him, too. Yeah, I, I, I'm very happy. Very happy with Alexi. He's he's as advertised with on steroids. <laughs> Still keeping up with that Portland game. We got a 106-107 game. Jazz kill... Uh, Phoenix up. Do you want to do a little NBA roundup? <laughs> What's that? You want to do a little NBA roundup? A little bit, little brief NBA roundup. We got the <laughs> look at this live air stuff. Live, uh, oh man, <laughs> we're doing well. We're doing a little bit of live. Oh, what the hell? Batum with thirty points. But I guess we'll take it if we want to see the Spurs lose. So what's this talk about Wesley Matthews' back injury? He's back yeah. in the game. What? Okay, well, I guess he's okay. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man, making a three-pointer. Okay. He's okay, and Damian Lillard is kick-ass, and so is, uh, yeah. Look at us doing this random. <laughs> I guess it's just part of who we are, though, isn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, it's important. It is important. J.J. Hickson, Jesus, man. We do want to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, we need certain teams to lose. Well, of course, watching Portland win isn't necessarily a good thing, though, because they're going to be one of those bubble teams, I think. They got a lot of talent in that young roster. Jeez, they do. Man, I love Damian Lillard. Yeah, we just want to keep one team down. You know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tristan Mayer there. I love Damian Lillard. I love that guy. He is so good. He, he's you know slightly less athletic, Chris Paul to me. He is just wow. He's good. Man, he's 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 my favorite rookie. Who's your favorite rookie? Hmm. Yeah, or, or hey, do you don't have forget, like, Don't forget that uh, technically or do you a have lot of guys from last, like even Brooks, Marshawn Brooks is still a rookie. Marsh, well, in a, in a way, because they yeah. didn't play a full yeah. <laughs> full legit season. They played a, yeah. a uh, lockout season, but uh, i look at you. <laughs> hey. Well, uh, from this draft class, who's your favorite rookie from this draft class? How about uh, that? Beal. Beal? Ooh, you like Beal. Yeah, I, I like him too. He's on the basketball fantasy team from Washington. I like no, him a lot. It's, it's, it's definitely Lillard. I mean, I like Bill. Lillard. Lillard. Oh, yeah. Lillard is awesome. God. <laughs> oh, he is, he is everything I wanted Johnny Flynn to be. Yeah. I thought Flynn was going to be like that. Like, just awesome. Like, not, you know, like a less athletic Chris Paul type. Just awesome player. And he wasn't even close. Oh. But thank God we have Rubio. That's all i got to say about that. Stay get Get that knee healthy. Oh. This is funny. We're kind of like keeping up with games that are still playing. Oh boy! Funny how the Pacers got and win. They did what the Wolves did. They won, you know, won the second game. And Paul George with a nice effort, twenty-point game against Washington. Granted, it's Washington, but still, 
Charlotte beat Dallas tonight. The Charlotte Bobcats beat Dallas tonight. Kemba Walker exploring. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, the Charlotte Bobcats look pretty good. Uh, I didn't say that. I, that's a rumor. I didn't really say that, did I? Well, they look good tonight, anyway. Kemba Walker having the game probably of his career so far. 26 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. Boy, goodness. And, okay. There's another anomaly showing up right here in his stat line. Look at this. You, you have to see it. Look at you have to see that number. How many steals did he get? That's eight. That is incredible. Yeah, that's the reason the Hornets beat the or the I just called them the Hornets again. The Charlotte Bobcats beat, and they should still be the Charlotte Hornets, by the way. But they beat the yeah. uh, Dallas Mavericks, and they that's that's amazing. Wow. No Nowitzki, of course. Vince Carter. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised about Vince. Yeah, a little renaissance going on with old Vinny. Very much so. OJ Mayo played well in the game, too. Yes, he did. But Vince Carter has been having a little renaissance yeah, so I far this year. Done. Years ago. Yeah, I, I've i never been the biggest fan of the guy, but, yeah, it seemed like he, he just, his, his love for the game was like, okay, I shouldn't question yeah. that, but it and, seemed like he didn't have that spark, though, anymore. Yeah, and he's, he, he, I, I don't think that he was a guy who, who would be, who would say, hey, in order for me to stay uh, in the NBA, i got to change my game. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Some guys just refuse. Mm-hmm. Like, you see Kobe's, Kobe's obviously smart enough to say, hey, i got to learn how to be more of a post player. You know, and Vince has, has done that. Mm-hmm. He realized that he can't dunk, dunk it every time, so he's playing, playing smart. Mm-hmm. It's been good. It's been very good. Three steals, one block. <laughs> Just two turnovers. Yeah, it's five really, eight from three. Yeah, no, a very. I shouldn't say dominant, but very strong game, and that's even in a loss. But still, yeah, I mean, yeah, Dallas has been very impressive. A lot of guys that you thought were either done or not that great are doing pretty good. I I thought that wasn't going to be a good match over in Dallas, but they're doing pretty good so far this year. Not, I mean, losing to Charlotte isn't exactly going to win you any. Uh, <laughs> isn't going to win you many PR battles, but still. Charlotte's improving, and Kemba Walker is a guy I was a huge fan of going into last season's draft, 2011 draft, and yeah, starting to show a little, starting to show signs of something so far. Another guy we didn't actually even get into this yet. We'll just get into it briefly, maybe wrap up the show with it. Um, at least maybe we'll have a tiny wolf take at the end, but we probably should head <laughs> near the end. Here. This has been a probably a monster show again, I'm sure. Monster good, we hope. <laughs> we hope. By the way, give us a rating on iTunes if you could out there, guys. Please do give us a rating on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Give us, uh, if you like the show, give us a nice rating. And if you're, you know, you're welcome to say whatever you want. Give whatever whatever rating you want. We hope it's for the best, though. Yes, sir. But uh, James Harden. (laughs) James Harden, when he went to Houston, we thought wasn't going to be, we thought that's probably not his, he's going to be playing out of his element. So far, it's been pretty damn amazing there. Yeah. Wow. I, well, I think uh, wow. uh, teams, the team's got his number now. Yeah, maybe it was just a hot start, but he's going to catch up, you think? You think going to catch up to him? Well, he, instead of, he doesn't... It's just like what they used to say about uh, Jefferson, you know, love. Mm-hmm. Just a good player on a bad team. Oh, there's that, too. Yep. Inflated. The, the, old, the old Antoine Walker syndrome when he went to Atlanta. 
and averaged like 26 points a game for a little while there. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> that's what's going on here. Glenn Big Dot Robinson, yep. That could be. I mean, they're not that bad, though. No, I mean, they're they're this, okay. This, his numbers. His numbers are yeah. going down just because of that. That's the funny part. Yeah, because, I mean, he... Yeah, I mean, he's kind of come back to the pack briefly here. He's down to like 18 to 20 points or so. That's probably what he's going to be long term. Maybe he'll yeah. average 21, 22. Yeah, teams now know that they don't really need to uh, worry about the other guys scoring. Yeah. Mainly him and Lynn. Yeah. And Lynn isn't really a scorer. I think he's like a 12 points a game guy. Yeah. Lynn really got brought down to size big time after he was averaging like 27 points a game for a little while there, remember? And everybody's acting like, oh, my God, the, the Asian sensation, you know. <laughs> I'm going to dream, but I, I can imagine mm. how mm. how good the Wolves be with Harden. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. There it is. Just, There's your starting team right there, for sure. That, that is a playoff super-duper contender, I think, depending on how much we would have to give up to get him in a trade. But uh, well, if Kevin Rubio. Martin is all they need, no, don't say that. You uh, mean, I don't say it. Have Rubio. to give up Rubio? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, keep him, yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Yes. Rubio. Harden, AK. Oh Love, my God! Heck. Yeah, we wouldn't need Brandon. Uh, I'm sorry to say, but Brandon Roy would. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, he'd be on the Warriors. Much, there's nothing we could have given them because they needed. They they would have wanted a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's sorry. the thing. You can't just give up your star shooting guard and then say, "Eh, sorry, you know, we well, use Luke Ridnour." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know. <laughs> You love that. Hey, you don't know you use my point. But, uh, Roy. use my shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Buttinger. Hey, there it is. Buttinger. Not that he's bad or anything, but, you know, I mean, I don't like Kevin Martin that much, but still, he's still a legit starting shooting yeah, guard. Yeah. Every, everybody knows that. And Kevin Martin is did what Harden's doing. Kind of where he's, you know, started off scoring like almost 30 a game, and then it's like, okay, he's a, he's a 20 point guy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> same thing. Yeah. I mean, Harden will probably be about 22, I think, when he's really in his real... When he's in his prime, I think he's going to average about 22, 23. I think. That's just my personal guess. This whole 45 foolishness, yeah, right. You know? <laughs> 12 assists, 37 points. It's like, no, you're just excited because you got a chance to be a star and you played against Detroit. No offense to... <laughs> no offense to... Keelan King, but yeah, no, I mean, Detroit's, you know, not exactly, you know, the super team yet. They're developing, but they're not, you know, that there yet, I guess. And, of course, it was Harden's first game as just the, the main guy, so, yeah, you know. So, yeah, we're going to probably wrap up the actual NBA talk and all that, the game review type stuff. But real quick, though, uh, I almost forgot, we have a call-in from Sebastian. Yeah, that's a, the Sebastian Ball's the same guy that calls into Pribble Mafia a lot, and, of course, to do some posting on the Timberwolves explosion page we do appreciate that and after the call we'll get to some of the mentions as well on the on the twitter account the at wolves explosion at wolves explosion at uh forecaster hyphen ta so te i keep doing that at forecaster hyphen te at uh wolves explosion of course because timberwolves explosion doesn't fit on twitter but yeah as mentioned there's a call-in from sebastian balls and i will say this again the call-in line is 209-736-7877 Two zero nine seven three six seven eight seven seven. Don't be afraid to call in. We'd like to hear from you. So uh, here he is, Sebastian Balls. Hey, Joey. I'm calling in for Timberwolves Explosion for once. I can't believe we actually got a win. Uh, got to see some of the highlights. Pretty good game. Just going to leave it at that. Pretty short phone call. 
don't know too much to talk about, don't know basketball all that well. Thought I'd give a call in. So thanks for letting me call. Bye. And we thank you for that call in, Sebastian. Thank you so very much. Yeah, guys out there, don't be afraid to call in, by the way. 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. Apologize if the call came a little bit late, and I apologize to the mentions on Twitter by uh, Vince and others out there. Um, <laughs> that was about the uh, Brooklyn Nets game right there when he said, I can't believe we got a win, but <laughs> it's funny how it's like, <laughs> Well, there's a song out there by uh, Forecaster. Had to get this one for uh, Sebastian right there. Oh, click it. Lowered expectations. Hmm? Yep. Try it one more time. It's tough to do, but it's okay. Yeah, that's okay. We're not trying to necessarily have perfect audio there, but it's just, yeah, it's like lowered expectations. Surprised we got a win. No, okay, I'm just kidding. No, I would be surprised. I mean, I was surprised we got a win in that game, yeah. I mean, in that situation, yeah. And that's probably, that's what Sebastian meant. We're just teasing you because it's like, (laughs) wow, your expectations are so low for this team. Jeez, no. Yeah, I can understand that. We like 15 wins, 17 wins, all that stuff. We're scarred for life from those seasons. Uh, We didn't give the, we didn't give the proper effort tonight. Ugh. How many times did we hear that? About a hundred? Too many times. About a hundred times in two years at least. Yeah, Kurt Rambis. He's going to coach the Lakers, man. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. There it is. He's Triangle offense. Hey, if they can't get Phil, you got to get the next best thing. <laughs> but no, yeah, thank you for that, Sebastian. Very cool to hear uh, 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 another voice on the show. A third voice. Ooh. Thank you for that. Um, I love <laughs> No, Sebastian's a good kid. Yeah, good, good guy. Um... That was a fun game, and it uh, and hey, welcome to the Timberwolves fandom. Welcome to the Timberwolves fandom. Now's the time to jump on board. Now's the time to jump on board. So we'll sneak over to, to Twitter land here. Apologize it was so late to get to it, but it, it's okay. You know, no one's, uh, I mean, as long as we get to it at some point, right? All kinds of stuff going on on there. So, yes, sir, we are... On the verge of talking Timberwolves basketball. Yes. Vince Germano. Vince Germano with lots and lots to say. Man, this was a very uh, active Twitter, actually, the last couple of weeks here. I'm going to try to get to as much as I can without being without saying too many. Ah, uh, ma, ma, ma. Scott Neroth was uh, kind enough to retweet. We'll just mention this since, you, you know, he must be a listener. Kind enough to retweet our... Um, Notification, everybody saying the newest Terminals Explosion episode 84 was out. So just thanks, Scott, for that. We do appreciate that very much. Any and all listeners brought into the show, we appreciate every single one, whether it's 30 or 30,000. We appreciate every single one of you guys. Yeah. You know, honest to God. So um, thank you for that. Hank McCoy telling us to catch and listen to the new show. Yep, <laughs> the, the court side. Yes, sir. Hank McCoy at CRTSDE. Do give that a follow. Of course, Vince, V-I-N-R-O-K-44. That's, of course, they're both members of that show. Vince, very active member <laughs> following our club, and we love, uh, yeah, i, I got to post more on their Facebook page as well. I, you know, I should, dang it. i got to be more, i got to be nice here. Uh, he says he's going to download our latest and listen, or going to download and listen to our latest show as soon as he gets home. Marco Yarich, yep, we, he, he loved what we talked about. Marco Yarich should be the number one <laughs> I forget how I worded that again. 
Oh, yeah, he's like the number one shooting guard, yep. Yeah? Or number one point guard, was it? I can't remember what... Shooting guard, yep. Because I guess he's better than... <laughs> because they did their top ten shooting guards. When we were joking about Marco Yard should be number one. He loved that. Uh, he says, great show once again. Fast becoming one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you. Thank you, Vince. We do appreciate that. And you know what? Got the court- great taste. Yes, 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 you do. <laughs> and the court size is becoming one of my favorite podcasts, along with that basketball show, guys, out there, Pumpa and V-Train. Absolutely, just spectacular shows. Both of you guys do, or all of you guys, I should say, do so well. <laughs> Tom Reed says, thanks, mate. You two listened to your podcast the other day, enjoyed it. Looking forward to more Shved Chat, and there's going to be a lot of Shved Chat on this show. Yeah, but I was saying, nice to meet you, Tom. I shall check out your show. Have you heard mine? Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. I yeah, need to I'm listen. I'm sure Shred's going to be mm-hmm. the focus now that uh, we have another injury on our team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah, you, you know, that something's going to happen. And, you know, I ha- what's wrong with me? I did not. Oh, I, f- I feel bad. i got to check out your show, Tom. I forgot. Because of my crazy, busy schedule, I am going to get around to it, Tom. I do apologize. I'm just going to be honest. I, yeah, I shoot, i got to get around to that, like, now. So I apologize. <laughs> i got to pronounce this correctly. Uh, Jariba Shagara says, suck bleep, so the S word, Lakers, hope they drop their first 10. Yeah, they just about did, but now they're, well, they, they nipped that in the butt as quick as they could. And, uh, yeah, Jariba also kind enough to retweet uh, the Kimberl's explosion, uh, thread, so we do appreciate that for episode number 84. Thank you very much. Uh, what's up? Uh, having fun. The oh, yeah. Yeah, you like the name? Yep. Yeah, that's a, it's cool. So thank you again for that. <sighs> Vince, and we're having a conversation about my two least favorite teams in the world. I wish they'd be sucked into the X zone. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you that may be Final Fantasy veterans, not after Final Fantasy 7, all before, 1 through 6, I think, are the best games ever, practically. But yeah, and at Final Fantasy V, there's a, the bad guy that game sucks. Uh, he sucks people into the X zone, which is basically like somewhere else, another dimension. And we wish the Spurs and Thunders to uh, have that type of fate. That'd be very nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Vince agreeing with my thought there. <laughs> yes, sir. We're all excited about the Timberwolves season. I was saying the forecasters in the studio with me. And there it is, Vince Germano asking, Will we see a tweet from the forecaster? Yes, sir. Will we see a tweet? And he has finally been tweeting. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for tweeting. We do appreciate <laughs> You give them a follow. What's up? What's up? So, yes, that was during this night of the season opener. Brent Veal, of course, Mr. Train, that being of the, of the basketball show, saying easily have the best-looking court in the NBA, that being Brooklyn. Brooklyn Schmuckman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a very cool court, though. They, they do... With all them, all them uh, double triangles. Okay, no diamonds. <laughs> In that case, go Lakers. I forget what we're seeing here. Uh, I said yes. The forecaster is finally tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, yeah, he is finally tweeting. Uh, oh, I see. Yep. And uh, Brent talking about how Arcos. I'll just call. It, yeah, Mr. Train saying he. Where was it? He, he, he loves the different color wood about the wolves' court. He actually likes the wolves' court. Oh, yeah. we got the different colored wood. Yeah, I, I, I think that's pretty cool. He says the kings look crap, and they were <laughs> they were crap. 
Tom Reed jumping in saying, thanks, mate. Lakers are going to be okay. They're, they're teething the problems. Hopefully Rubio and Love can push you guys into the playoffs when they're back. Of course, Tom, also a Laker fan. Yes, sir, there are a lot of Laker fans that listen to this show, so they probably love that we talk about the Lakers a lot. I, I think they, so I guess we're going <laughs> to, it's just one of those things. It's, they, you know, they're in the news a lot, and we're going to talk about it. That's just one of those things. Yep, he likes to, uh, yeah, he wants us to keep going with the Lakers there, or not the Lakers, he wants to, he, we're both hoping for the best out of our teams, health-wise and all that. Oh boy, he says, your old boy Johnny Flynn's just signed a contract with the Melbourne Tigers and will be coming to Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I say, can I say this? Oh yeah, this is when he responded to me. I said, can I say this? Brandon Roy just isn't that good. He's slow, can hit a shot. And I hope he gets somewhat in gear soon, if possible. And, yeah, I was mostly complaining about his scoring. But, yeah, he is a facilitator, and he's doing a good job of that. So I don't mean to rip on him too hard. Was I being too hard on him? No? No. Okay. (laughs) John Flesta. John Flesta, there we go, says, The concern is that he played a good amount in the offseason, and I was hoping that was a good warm-up. We will see. So that was his response to the whole uh, Brennan Roy situation. Uh, T-Wolves Bandwagon uh, retweets the whole thing about the like, Johnny Flynn is back, yep. Because it's, it's interesting for us. It really is that that whole uh, conversation got out there. He's playing. Yeah. Tom Reed continuing saying, uh, where were we? What was he responding? Oh, yep, to the whole, uh, oh yeah, I was saying, wow, that's amazing. Flynn is now an Aussie, sort of. But <laughs> Thanks for the scoop, Tom. He says, no, because he, I actually heard from Tom first about that. So it actually kind of happened right then, pretty much. He says, no probs. We'll be interested to see how he goes down here. Point guards from his mold occasionally get eaten up by the NBL game. So that's what it is, the NBL. Get some followers jumping in there. Uh, Tom Reed continuing, saying he's got more cuts than, yeah, being I was saying Johnny Flynn will get cut again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was joking about that. Than Bear Grills in the jungle. <laughs> oh, man. I think, yep, I believe Vince, yep, Vince responding to my whole Brandon Roy thing. He says maybe he needs to pick up the tempo, hope he comes good. And now Vince bringing up the Johnny Flynn thing as well. That is a common thread here. <laughs> Where were we? Ah, uh, jeez. Oh, yeah, my thoughts on Johnny Flynn. If he doesn't win our NB- NBL MVP award, something is seriously wrong. And I say, trust me, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't even make the team. The dude is borderline worthless. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, wow! He says, yeah, I'm keeping track at work about the Laker game. Um, Kobe Seems Kobe's being more of a facilitator tonight. Am I right? I was during a game there. Uh, well, oh, here we go. This is the funny part that Vince jumps in about the Flynn thing. He says, got to say the news that Flynn has, this, has the joint buzzing. Can't wait to tell them what you tweeted about how I said I wouldn't be surprised if he got cut. Huh? What do you think? He's going to get cut. I don't understand. <laughs> I still don't, you know, maybe maybe it's kind of like uh, oh. Hasselhoff being popular in other countries. And here he's just, he's... No, man, that's... <laughs> You sell CDs like crazy anywhere else. Yeah, with it singing. Yeah. He, he really? Maybe, he sang? Maybe that's a no. thing. Maybe that's a thing. Because of Flynn here. Uh, Man. Yeah. yeah. He's not going to make it in the NBA, is he? Mm. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, there's one. I mean, mm-hmm. if 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 no one else knows what the NBL is, and yeah. you say, "Hey, we got Johnny Flynn's in the NBL," this is like non-ballers league. Oh, ouch! Oh man! Oh, oh they're not. Oh, you're so is that mean. Too much? Oh, oh man! Oh, they're gonna beat us up. Oh, they're gonna beat us up. Like you know, this rules. These guys are assholes. No, <laughs> well, seriously, no, he's Johnny just having Flynn. fun. No. Yeah, we're gonna give you guys a heads up. He's man. not. Uh, he's gonna make you mad. He's gonna anger you. He is an, one annoying. He's a. He, you know, anytime he looks like he's gonna drive to the basket and put up a floater, just clang. He's just gonna clang it. And oh, I just wanted to kill him. You know, okay, that's really bad. But yeah, I did. As a fan, I wanted to kill him, not as a person. You know, he, he might have <laughs> some flashy passes, but defense. <laughs> there's gonna be no defense at all. Oh, that's the biggest part. Yeah, At all. like the Chris Paul back doors. They were like they were literally a first grade. Like they were first grade type plays. Like yeah. hey, he's bye not, bye. You know, yeah, he's not gonna give you anything. Yeah, no, I Chris there. Yeah. He probably will do something. I'm sure, but still, still, yeah. even there. What if he's just yeah, as and bad? The fact that you, that you even mentioned uh, wins and his name in the same sentence. That's not gonna. <laughs> oh, the kiss of death. Yeah, lower those expectations. Because mm-hmm. that's. Oh man! That's not good. Mm-hmm. Once you say wins, yeah, it's like oh, ah, yeah, we're don't done. Do uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> I was like, now I'm going to be the subject of ridicule when Flynn averages <laughs> thirty, and he's like, ah, hey, that you are, my I'll friend. Be, uh, I, I hey, we'll be how here. To feel about that? Yeah, that'd be weird. I mean, hey, we're we're here. We'll take it if they. I don't uh, want that. No, that's that says. Rough. I'm not even going to go there. As mean as we are, we don't want him to succeed, do we? Just because we're it, mean, yeah, we're we're mean. We don't want him to be, be successful there. Oh, that would be... Cause, that's funny, because Marbury was in China, son of a gun. Yeah, because as mm-hmm. bad as he is here, mm-hmm. even if he does turn it around, yeah. it's just going to make, make, make the league look bad. Yeah. Because he's so bad that if he does good, mm-hmm. be like, who's he playing against? What is going on here? Yeah, what is going on here? Children, you know... It's, it's going to make the league look bad yeah. in a way. Yeah, that's what it is. We don't want the league to look bad over there. Yeah. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. Makes the league look bad. But if he gets shut down, then it's like, yep. Yeah, that's what we used to do. He it's should like, not be doing He's good. done. It's like, he's done. He's out of here. Ooh, so now we get more into Brown. Yeah, this is when the whole, we were wondering what the hell is up with this team and this Brown guy. This Mike Brown guy, yeah, who used to coach Cleveland. Yeah, he says, so Brown puts the ball in Kobe's hands, yet he didn't do it once while Nash was healthy. Am I missing something? Um, you bring up a very valuable point, my friend, Vince. Oh, my goodness. It's like somebody there must have gotten to uh, Mike Brown and couldn't come back come too soon. They were in trouble. And unfortunately, they're still in trouble. Because what the hell, you know? Or, well, they were still in trouble. Now, well, Mike now Brown not anymore. No common sense. They were in trouble. Excuse me. I called them down. no common sense was, was going on in his head. Mm-mm. It doesn't look like it. He says when Nash comes back, he's got to put the ball in his hands now. Surely, is Meeks injured? No, it's just yeah, that's a good question. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. like he never realized that that Nash was on the team. Like, wait a minute, is that Nash? Yeah, you know? <laughs> he's still alive. Yeah, is it is it Rick Nash? Okay, what I don't are even we know. doing here? Yeah, he should have the ball in his hands. What the? That's you know you you don't bring in Nash to have him just yeah. stand there. You give them the damn ball. You or just pass do the ball half court. You know, they mm-hmm. run around. Mm-hmm. It just didn't. Yeah, I mean it's. It was just an ongoing, ongoing mystery to all of us across the world. 
Ah, I love this. Yep, uh, Vince saying to both of us, both of our tweets, saying Derek Williams is sneaking up the joint. <laughs> Tom Reed continuing. Uh, oh, he will be uh, repeating that that tweet, but instead of Derek Williams, yeah. they'll say Johnny Flynn. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> and it might say Williams again, too, but yeah, he's like, Flynn oh, is stinking up the joint, you know. Tom Reed continuing saying, if you guys have any questions about the NBL or Melbourne Tigers, DM me. Happy to help. And yeah, yeah, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be in touch, Mr. Reed. Yes, we will. Ah, uh, where are we? Saying at least we got the W. I forget what was I complaining about somewhere. Yeah, I was agreeing with him about a Williams. Yeah, clearly sucks. Chalk up another bust in the con era. Ugh. But at least we got the win. Ah, I forget which game that must have been. I don't remember. It was, uh, was it the... Oh, it was the, I think it was the Magic game. Yeah, it has to be. No? That was probably the, uh, that was the, uh, that was the, the Brooklyn game. Excuse me, that was the Brooklyn game. Yep, Monday. He says, every win you have with Caleb and Rubio is so vital. Yep, it's just, mm-hmm. And that should read without Caleb. Yeah, every win you have without Caleb and Rubio. I was wondering <laughs> Says Joey waiting on your new podcast, and here we are finally. Yep. <laughs> Vince continuing saying Johnny Flynn making his debut tonight for the Melbourne Tigers. That was on the ninth a couple days ago. Yeah, I wonder. We got to check that out, don't we? Oh, we got to check that out. Oh, here it is. Tom Reed saying, check this out. P.S. Andrew Gaze is the greatest Tiger and Aussie basketball player of all time. <laughs> Andrew Gaze. Well, there you go. <laughs> what the. <laughs> Whoa! What a line through gaze and wrote Flynn for number ten. Oh man, ouch! You guys really are believing in that Kobe guy or that Flynn guy, yeah, aren't you? Got the uh, box score. Problem is there is none. Oh, you're like Joey. You got to put the box score up. Oh man, where? Oh, nobody tweeted us about it. Ah, oh, I'm 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 hurt. <laughs> Great win by the Wolves today, says. Vince Germano, uh, that was the that was the indie game. Yes, that was a good win, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, that was a lot of fun. He says, "Good to see great record without Rubes and Love, and that we're playoff bound." Oh yeah, I, I think so. You have any tweet or may mention Air Bud there? Top of the West. Yeah. Well, uh, we were, anymore, yeah. yeah, we were. Oh boy, yep. And Katia Dimitra, yes, sir. Katia Dimitra was kind enough to retweet what I had to say tonight, saying, every time Cunningham comes in, we start winning. Coincidence? Ain't that the truth. Ain't that the truth. I mean, that is absolutely the truth, isn't it? Yes, sir. So there you go. That concludes the Twitter follows, or excuse me, mentions and such. We got a few new followers along the way, too, and we appreciate each, each and every one of you guys out there. Um, Thank you very much. Hopefully... Uh, if you can bring in uh, bring in your friends if you can more than welcome I've been noticing a lot of you know a lot of guys seem to be friends with the court side and and with uh, uh, of course Pumpa and Train and others thank you guys very much for joining and thank you Pumpa Train and court side guys out there Vince and uh, and Hank for showing showing you guys about our show, uh, showing you guys Timberwolves explosion thank you very much and we'd like to do the same for you as well. Of course, the Howland T-Wolf out there as well. <laughs> Very exciting to be a part of that website now as well. Great articles about our club, the Wolves. So, yeah, that's about wrap it up, eh? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> I sound like a Canadian now, don't I? <laughs> yeah, and yes, the Canadians like us as well, uh, according to iTunes. I appreciate that. And 
strange though. iTunes, it's the weirdest thing ever. If you have to have the iTunes click down a region to see reviews yeah. about your show, isn't that strange? Yeah. But yes, yeah, so when I clicked Canada, there was a guy out there that yeah, I mean, they couldn't said he couldn't have said anything nicer about our show. It was that cool. It was pretty wholesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome what he said though, uh, like how. You don't even have to be a Wolves fan to like this show. And, you know, that's true. But we also want to cater to Wolves fans as well. We want to cater to all of you. Um, We love our team. We absolutely bleed our team. But we also bleed the NBA as well. We're we're not afraid to talk about James Harden or Phil Jackson, Kobe, and and Damian Lillard. (laughs) The best, yeah, that's the key. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Aren't you? This is a good season. This is fun. There's a lot to talk about, and we have 82 games, baby. (laughs) No more of this, like, crazy stuff, and hopefully the injuries, that's the biggest key. Hopefully the injuries. That needs to stop. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's horrifying. (sighs) So with that, yes, that's the thing we could close the show with. Let's have some less, let's have less injuries, and let's get get healthy sooner than later. And Chase Buttinger, oh boy, hands folded. Yeah. Hope for the best here. The uh, initial x-rays as of the recording of this show, well, Ken Leongbud said normal. So basically that means I guess he's okay for now. As for the MRI, well, that's the biggest key, I guess. That's coming. Gonna have yeah, to we see. definitely need him. Mm-hmm. He's been extremely valuable yeah. to this team. Extremely. He's not quite Kirilenko valuable, but he's, 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 he's in the mix. He's in that mix, big time. So yes, best of luck, Chase Bunninger. If it just so happened you happen, you know, maybe if you're laying down in your bed and you got the iPod playing with this show, just in case, best of luck, buddy. We we are hoping for the best, without a doubt. So again, thanks for listening to this show. Remember, Timberwolves Explosion available on the SportsStuff.com, and of course, uh, yep, it's always if, if you happen to be listening on your computer, it's available on iTunes. For iPods and Double Twist for Androids. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Just simply look up the show. Uh, and the sportsstuff.com has great shows like the crossover. They talk about the Brooklyn Nets, New York Knicks, teams we talked about a little bit today, mostly Brooklyn, but yeah. So do give that a check out as well if you like your basketball talk. So thanks again for listening, and we will be back hopefully sooner rather than later. Later.